everybody. Welcome to episode 87 of Directly to You, a Fanatics 4 podcast. We're Fanatics 4. AJ, me, Parker, you. Hi, hello, Parker. Hello. Housekeeping. You can support this channel by going to youtube.com slash Fanatics 4, clicking the join button, or going to twitch.tv slash Fanatics 4, and clicking subscribe for $4.99. What does that $4.99 get you? It gets you loyalty badges, emotes, gaming time with us, free switch keys from time to time, access to our supporters only Discord. Our Discord is also linked in the description. You can join by clicking the link and saying hi to people, you know? If we're True. online and we see you, I'll probably post eyeball emojis. Purple will probably make some kind of dad joke. It'll be fun. You know, Accurate. how you doing, Parker? <laughs> doing all right. In the first 30 seconds of you talking, it both reminded me, you reminded me of a Simpsons reference and a Family Guy reference. So uh, so we're doing all right. <laughs> okay. There, there you we, go. There we go. <laughs> it was, uh, hi, everybody. It's Dr. Nick was the was the Simpsons one and uh, housekeeping from Family yep. Guy. So mm-hmm. there you go. There's some mm-hmm. there's some good old stuff. Yep. Um, but yeah, hey, everybody. Welcome back to here. Or if you're new, welcome for the first time. Welcome uh, for the very first time. We talk and uh, uh, you will enjoy it. Yes. And we talk about video games that we're playing. Are you playing any video games? You know what? I surely am. Uh, yeah. So I had last week I mentioned I had a couple games like that I'd almost finished. I just needed to get knocked out. And so on Sunday, I just sat down, finished the last hour or so of Bastion. Um, mm. That game is from what super giant games or something like that um yeah and it, it's good i played it you know some beforehand and had like like i said about an hour left and so just went through finished it on up and uh it was a good old time i i had been like you know completionisting it the first little while through and then once i got to a point where i had a bunch of other games to play i was like Ooh, i'm just <laughs> I'm just going to get moving here. So there's a bunch more stuff I could go do through in there. Um, but finish that up and then also finished Untitled Goose Game, which oh, also man. I had. I still uh, haven't done it. There's so many yeah. games. <laughs> I know. There's, oh man, there's so many that I would like to play and will eventually play, but just haven't yet. So, so finished those both up in the same evening. Um, and the, I, I enjoyed the ending of Entitled Goose Game. Again, there's still more puzzles I could do because they have like some post-game stuff where you can go mm. back and do all sorts of challenges. But uh, finish that up, and it's fun. It's cute. Everybody everybody loves it. But then, most of all, playing Luigi's Mansion 3. Oh, shoot. How far are you? So there you go. Not very far, actually. I haven't gotten to spend... I got it late. Like I think I got it Monday, maybe. Um mm. And then only got to play it like one or two evenings. Uh, so I just got Gooigi, like just okay. got Gooigi, but mm-hmm. more or less, which I thought was going to be a lot sooner um, and wasn't, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But like I let Ashley play it for the first little bit. So like we were sitting there and she was playing it and like I, you know, I played were a little bit too. you playing co-op or she was playing? Well, we weren't yet. Like I was expecting like, oh, I need to play co-op. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. then like, you know. I didn't we didn't that session and we didn't the next session and you know now I just got Guigi so now we finally could if we wanted yeah, to I haven't even touched the co-op yet nope but um, I will at some point I saw you playing it we were playing Smash Brothers and I was like hey look Parker's <laughs> playing Luigi's Mansion and then somebody was like hey why don't you get him in here I was like Parker's not gonna play Smash Brothers he's stupid <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah I've played Luigi's Mansion more I'm like I don't know maybe like halfway through it I don't nice. know if I'm going to finish it. It's looking dangerous, man. We're a week away from Pokemon. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah. But 
other than that, it sounds like not out of not wanting to finish it, but just like you know, not time is impending. Time and uh, like Terry coming out this week, it didn't look great for Luigi's Mansion, (laughs) and it still kind of doesn't. If I'm being honest, Um, so I'm gonna try. (laughs) I'm gonna attempt to finish it. I want to put in like a couple hours like later tonight like later tonight i'm talking like 2 a.m or something like that yeah uh but i'm also playing which at the time of recording this is embargoed but because the way dates work it's not gonna be when this goes up i'm playing super lucky's tale oh nice um it's played hat in time and super lucky's tale both of which are like you know, Mario-ish kind of platformer yeah, things. Right, right, right. Um, I'm kind of surprised by this game. <laughs> like, I knew nothing about it, and I thought it was just like, oh, it's just a platform. I'm just a fox jumping uh-huh. around. There's not really any like story or anything like that. It's kind of like, <laughs> like it, it's like positioned more as like this epic thing where it's like your, your world is in ruin, and <laughs> you're the chosen hero, and you get sent to this other world, and you are the pages. chosen fox. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> I'm like, all right. <laughs> like, I didn't expect that. That's um, funny. So yeah, I like the, I like the mechanics, like the the you know, I like there's like a Cappy and like Flood and like all. That. It's like a central mm-hmm. like this is a platformer, but this is a different thing. And the thing that I know of so far, maybe you unlock more. I don't know because again, I knew nothing about this game. Yep. Uh, is you can dig underground and burrow along the way, you know? Nice. And that's neat. I want to see how they're going to use that. Uh, was, yeah, so that's f- interesting because most times it'll be some air mechanic kind of thing, like mm-hmm. Cappy or Flood or whatever, or like, you know, the spin and galaxy and all that kind of stuff. So it's interesting to have something that's underground. Right. So far, yeah. I just used it to um there's like coins that are buried buried under like halfway underground to be like mm-hmm. hey you can dig here and you can pick up coins and another thing that i did is you basically use dig like in pokemon <laughs> and <laughs> there's like this enemy that needs two hits so you can dig under them pop up and then jump on them or nice. smack them with your tail i mean not yeah. jump on them you'll probably get hurt if you do that don't do that um True. so yeah i'm like literally i just got through like the tutorial stage or something like that and then i play more smash brothers because terry's out you know true he surely is so uh there it is we'll talk about that in a little bit (laughs) we will how so super lucky sale i'm just curious because for some reason i feel like i'd heard that it was just kind of a bland 3d platformer Mm -hmm. um your impressions so far seem like it's I don't know. You like how would you rate it on compared to other three platformers? I think so far, it is giving me a similar feeling that like a hat in time did. So okay. like if we had if if it was a tier list, right? And bottom tier was like freaking. I mean, I, no offense to this game, <laughs> but if bottom tier was like the three D ukulele, uh-huh. and then I would put this game, and then a hat in time, and then Mario Odyssey. Okay, so as far as like Switch 3D platformers, yeah, so it's like decent, but it's not like it's it's better than I expected it to be because I expected it to be like in the ukulele range, yeah, where it's like not really designed very well, but it's yeah. like kind of neat and the characters are quirky and whatnot, yeah, uh, which is also a thing. Uh, there's a, a robot man named Greg. Uh, <laughs> nice. 
I don't know why that's just a funny name for a robot, but it, it is. Especially so. like in this world, because everything is like, you're the chosen one. I'm Greg, the robot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all yeah. right. Okay. That's okay. So the D&D uh, he's campaign. Like a, he's like a golem or some crap, but he looks okay. like a robot. So nice. I'm calling him a robot. <laughs> the, the one-off that we had for my birthday last week, I... <laughs> Pretty much, like, I wasn't DMing the thing. My friend Mitch was, uh, mm-hmm. who's been on here. and But I did set up most of our characters. Like, I just asked Ashley and Chris and Steph. I was like, hey, what do you want your characters to be? And they just told me the race in the class, and I figured everything else out for them. Um, so, like, my name, first of all, was Jorgen Your Memory, um, <laughs> which, and he was a big, like, frost goliath kind of thing so that was fun and i had a bunch of hammers so i just like bop people on the head and jog their memory was the (laughs) was the joke and i had just like a very silly german accent um but yeah the other guys you know it was ashley was aurora the celestial ethereal mist and um stephanie was sauna glimtall and chris (laughs) i just called him beth (laughs) which i just thought was the funniest thing and he did not enjoy and proceeded to change his name pretty quickly but the great thing just reminded me of that because it's like all these fancy names and some call me tim you know like the it's like you're frank yeah yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that's uh that's about it that we're playing um and we'll get to the terry stuff because i'll have some questions about that in a bit but in the meantime we got some news to talk about we sure uh, do. First thing we're going to go through is Doug Bowser talked to The Verge, um, had an interview and talked about a bunch of things, but we've got some quotes pulled from there on a couple different topics, and we like to go through these kinds of things. So, Doug Bowser yeah. said, on the topic of 3DS support, he said, we continue to look at the 3DS family, both hardware and games, as a strong entry point for some consumers, and we're seeing that. A lot as long as consumer demand is there, we'll continue to provide both hardware and software on the front. We're certainly not going to say it today that the 3DS is a dead platform. <laughs> I think time will tell. We will continue to support 3DS in t- uh, this holiday and into 2020. So, like, what does he mean? Because, like, That's, they, didn't, yeah. they didn't really support it. And if we're talking about, because, like, when we think, like, I'm going to support this platform, we think we're going to make new games for this thing. Right. And they didn't really do, what, like, four 3DS games came out this year? Maybe? Yeah. I think that's the thing. Is like, we're reading this as, or, like, when we hear Nintendo's going to continue supporting the 3DS, that, exactly, like you said, they're going to make new games, and, like, they're going to keep bolstering the platform, mm-hmm. when really, I think it means more, like, when you have legacy software, like, I worked in customer support for a while, and, like, we technically supported some older software, but we didn't sell it. So, like... Mm-hmm. Even though technically we gave answers for it and helped out with it, it's different from actually like promoting it and that kind of thing. Right, but right, right. It seems to me that's more what this is like because I can't see any new games coming to this, especially after like the Alpha Dream stuff and all mm-hmm. that. Yeah. yeah, and them saying that they're going to bring their handheld franchises to Switch. Yeah, exactly. So to me, it just seems like, I mean, if you run out of stock, we'll send you more. Right. And if a customer has a question or something we'll answer it but i yep. can't see it being a thing of like there's going to be at least one 3ds game <laughs> per quarter or something like that yeah. you know i think too like they still because they still have 3ds projections from their um investors briefing you know going into this fiscal year they said they were planning on selling what one million i think 3ds is from march 
of 2019 through March of 2020 or April 2019 through April or March 2020. Mm -hmm. So like probably they'll just go until then. And then that's where they would tell people like, all right, we're done with this. Like now that the bridge has been gapped and we have the switch light now. The bridge has been gapped. (laughs) (laughs) It surely has. (laughs) So there you go. There's something for you. But yeah, now that, you know, we've kind of, Come, the gap has been breached. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> now that that's happened, my dog's freaking out in the background. Um, now the gap's been bridged. I feel like you know they won't feel as bad uh, at the investor briefing saying like, "All right, we're killing off the 3ds now." Um, yeah. So that I bet that's what they're holding out for. But I'd be really interested to see if they still say they have projections at that point. Like, oh my goodness, what are you guys doing? Yeah. Like, are, are we going to and freaking twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two? Are you going to be like our projections for three DS is fifty thousand units for the year? <laughs> we're like, going to sell gonna, five three DSs, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to in twenty thirty. We're going to sell two three DSs. <laughs> it's going to be great. Yeah. Meanwhile, what Mario Kart Wii still sold like forty thousand copies yeah, in the and last the year quarter. before that it was like 40,000 I mean like 100,000 yeah which man. is wild it's so funny but I mean yeah that's still you know it's still selling well but I think I think we are kind of coming to the point of this holiday is like kind of where people that have been waiting on the switch well besides the people that are tuned into what we're about to talk about like the Joy-Con drift issues like mm-hmm. which that I think is making some people hold off on getting it um just because I've been reading through some of the comments on the video that I did last week on Joy-Con Drift, and a number of people have been like, I was going to get one this holiday, but I don't know anymore. Um, Mm. But, yeah, I think uh, just with that, I think we're getting to the point where, like, people are starting to... More casual consumers are starting to kind of come on board, um, Mm. and it's not just early adopters and whatnot anymore. Um, but we'll talk about actually no i didn't have an article on here for black friday sales um just because we'll probably talk about that a little bit more as we go but the one thing i guess to mention there was that the black friday deal for the switch itself is exactly the same as it was last year yeah which is wild and i mean it doesn't really surprise me yeah that's the thing yeah because because it's still i mean it's selling better than it was then so like why <laughs> like, I think, why yeah exactly you? they're saving their like that's kind of the ace up their sleeve for next year to compete with other you know hardware and stuff like that which yeah and um, that kind of confirms like a thing that i talk about constantly whenever people <laughs> are like but the price of this game is this worth blah but like that whole yeah. thing it's all determined by the market it's yeah. if you're buying this thing why do they need to cut the price sales aren't favors yeah they're a bargain it's it's <laughs> hey you want to buy this thing fine oh you don't want to buy this what do i need to do to make you want to buy it you yeah. know people want to buy it so no need to make you want to buy it you know mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah exactly that's so what it's, we'll, I, maybe we'll get we'll start getting like deeper discounts and stuff next year maybe but yeah. like i wouldn't be surprised if we didn't yeah i i could definitely see it more next year um since we didn't get it this year and like it makes sense again with you know like at this point it's still a much hotter item than the ps4 xbox one would be because people know that those that ps5 and xbox next the next box uh, as <laughs> what gpmpo i think says that um are coming out next year so that's you know people will be holding off on on those guys but also to me feels like that 
may pff, not disproves, but a little bit like disproves the Switch Pro idea. Um, just because other, I don't know, maybe you it doesn't mean have anything generally to do with it. or this year because it's definitely not coming out this year. Oh yeah, yeah, no, definitely not this year. But um, it like coming out next year to like compete with the other one. I feel like their competition next year is going to be price drops, perhaps rather than but new even, hardware I, revisions. I just, I just don't know if they even then will need that because. Yeah like the whole thing before was like uh is the switch uh at the right price because it's mm-hmm. only fifty dollars cheaper than the other consoles or whatever right right now these are going to be new consoles it's not like they're launching at three hundred dollars they're going right. to be That's four true. or five six hundred dollars mm-hmm. so you still got the switch sitting right there it being a handheld at least a hundred dollars cheaper than this other thing on the shelf with an established library of software versus yep. two consoles that like their biggest sell point selling point is like we're the pretty thing you know <laughs> like we're even more shiny than uh-huh. before you know more polygons on the screen <laughs> yeah like, eh. more polygons some more kotakus some more the verge yeah, uh-huh, and yep. uh and the verge talked to again <laughs> talked to doug bowser <laughs> That was fun. Um, so the next <laughs> the next quote is regarding Joy-Con trips, and which we talked about uh, for a second there. And uh, so Doug Bowser yep. said, "Our goal is always, always to create quality products and products that ensure gamers are having a great experience. We're continuously looking at ways to improve our products as we go forward. But in the end, we want consumers to have a great experience. And if any case they're not having that experience, he said experience like twenty times so far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if they're not having that experience, we encourage them to contact our customer support groups, and we'll do our best to help them through that. Uh, that's been how we've been handling our consumers over the last few months as." issues like this have arisen and we believe that consumers are finding their way back finding their way back to great gameplay experiences uh sure uh, <laughs> <laughs> i like he didn't really say anything yeah there, not a know? lot like, to say that we haven't already said yeah <laughs> exactly that, like <sighs> right yeah so i mean yeah joy con drift is a thing yep. um it they're I, not going to directly address it right pretty exactly. much at all yeah mm-hmm. and it especially wouldn't come out through unless accidentally wouldn't come out through doug bowser or something like that mm-hmm. it would be like a pr thing if they were going to but they're not going to right and it's like i don't know like maybe like what he did say is kind of weird because like hmm. it's not universally true i mean obviously he's what he's concerned with is his market and his market is america and that's how right. they're handling it but the other parts of nintendo aren't doing that you know so i I don't know it's weird yep yeah and the last thing he talks about here is on whether we'll we'll ever see another tiny plug-and-play retro console um and he said our focus right now is absolutely on our dedicated platforms such as nintendo switch Lite and our flagship nintendo switch i think with the gameplay experiences you saw with some of our classic consoles that we launched a few years ago they're now available on nintendo switch online and this is where our focus will be so once again, uh, <laughs> post my my best pal Reggie, uh, what he said when he was like, "Nah, we're not doing N sixty four. It's going to be on Switch, Nintendo Switch Online. That's the thing. That's where uh-huh. we're going." And everybody's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." But N sixty four classic though. <laughs> See, this is Nintendo's way of saying N sixty four trash. We don't want to put a retro console out for that. <laughs> um, also, like I don't like it. Just seems like too much at that point where it's like all right 
Here's the N64, and then four controllers. To get a full N64 experience, it's going to cost you like $150. And Honestly, at that point, yeah. you might as well just buy a Switch Lite. It's like, I would love an N64 Classic. It yeah, would be great. you're a dweeb. Yeah, but you're absolutely right that it's the first one that starts to get way more complicated than mm -hmm. the NES and SNES do. Like, as far as, I mean, hard, I mean uh, software emulation, like, not that much harder. We've got yeah, no, plenty of emulators, all that kind of stuff. Much. But as far as just the hardware setup and like even just the boxing and stuff too where like the bigger the box is the harder it is to store more and stuff like that i would imagine and so um the controllers are just notoriously janky like i love the n64 controller for nostalgia reasons Everything but as far as an actual n64 is janky <laughs> all of it <laughs> but as far as like the actual controller goes like it's you know that's going to be really awkward to put in a box and keep it in a form factor and stuff like that so and then having four of them, like you would have to, for sure, the whole thing would be a hundred bucks to have two controllers in there, maybe. And then you would need, you know, to spend another 40 bucks, 30 bucks or something to get two more. And that's just a mess, you know, um, it's too much. It's too much. I would still love it. I mean, as I've said, but, uh, yeah, I mean, the question then is just like what the timing will be. And I'm afraid it's going to be another, you know, year. So like till September of this next year. And I'd really hope that's not the case, but probably is at this point yeah so, man uh good riddance that's the official <laughs> word from Anthony from finance four you heard it here first uh good riddance we're gonna need it uh good plan put it on switch put it on switch <laughs> but what is on switch is smash ultimate um we got a we got a little thing this week um we were like 45 minutes of just terry no way they must be doing something else no it was, it was 45 minutes of just terry <laughs> pretty much i i mean for the record i never said that no, <laughs> i yeah. never said it was something else uh because I snk and all that like the king of fighters series mm -hmm. is of long series yeah with a lot of convoluted stuff you know i loved how we started going into the history and all that at the beginning too like that was just like yeah. i don't know the whole thing felt very sakurai which was it felt yeah, like he was I mean, having fun too it's, which the, was it's the same exact format as the last two fighters yep. it's just we got more information to go off of Yep. So, uh, yeah, so a bunch of stuff, and we can talk about kind of your experience with it, too. I know you just talked about some of this, or a bunch of this, on um, on the Wolf Den yeah. yesterday for us, three days ago for everybody else. But, yeah, um, yeah Smash 6.0, so some of the things that happen on in there are Terry's obviously in there if you pay for him, and he comes with a stage and some other stuff. So let's just start by talking about Terry. Uh, thoughts overall? Um, I think he's good. Like I said on Wolf Den Live, like in in regards to like tears and stuff like that, and obviously mm -hmm. it's early, but j you know what? For the record, <laughs> I've been pretty on the money with the last couple characters of where <laughs> I think they're going to fall, mm -hmm. and I think Terry is high tier. I don't think he's like top ten or anything like that, but he's definitely in the top twenty. <laughs> uh huh. And that's saying something <laughs> for a roster of almost 80 characters. Yeah, right. Um, I think that he like there's a lot of potential for him that maybe get in the top tier as like people optimize combos and like get good at doing like the commands and all that stuff. Uh, he has like a lot of kill confirms, it looks like. But it's just the problem is he needs to be at a high percent to pull them off and people need to right. actually fall into that. And also like 
his uh this is some smash lingo his <laughs> hurt box is really big so it's easy to combo him gotcha so it's like you know like he kind of loses his own game in in a lot of instances especially coming from somebody who plays pokemon trainer and squirtle is the thing that exists and <laughs> something i'm just focusing on more overall anyway like yep. terry is a fun person to fight <laughs> because like he just is combo food for a lot uh -huh. of the match you just knock um, him around uh as far as using him he's fun to use I'm looking at his model right now and like it's just I mean it's a great model but it's also really funny looking at like his arms are huge and like yeah. his chest is huge and then his stomach is like just a little stomach and his yeah. face is just this tiny little you know anime face <laughs> it's with long hair and stuff so like if you looked at just his face you'd almost feel like oh it's just like a you know a cute little high school anime girl or something and then he's got you know the biceps of just 20 faces <laughs> Yes. Which is just funny. Uh, so, yeah, he's fun. He's fun to play as. He's fun yeah. to fight. Uh, good addition. Uh, take Hero out and put him in <laughs> twice. Uh, there we go. Yep. Yeah, so, and he had some, he had a stage that came with him as well. And the stage is. The stage is, is uh, trash. Very garbage different. stage. Take the stage out of the video game. Not a good stage. <laughs> it's counterintuitive to what the game is supposed to be and how you play it mm -hmm. in terms of knocking people off the stage because some characters are better at that breaking that barrier and stuff like yeah. that than others just inherently not because right. they actually won the game or won neutral or the whatever exchange you have with the other fighter it's just that their knockback is higher so they yeah. can kill earlier off of the thing and it seems kind of random <laughs> like mm. what breaks the the thing and why you know because okay. like i I did some labbing, another smash term. I went in the training mode and I was like, okay, what breaks this and how long does it take to do it? Uh, yep. And it just seems like some characters are way better at it. Like, I mm. forward smashed fully charged with Charizard, who was a heavy. Yeah. <laughs> and it took like four forward smashes to like break the barrier. Up to the side, like you were like standing like right next right to it. Right next to the, okay. the barrier. <laughs> Man, and it took forever for it to break. Who relative were you to um, someone fighting against? I was fighting against Link. Okay. Yeah, I usually put in like a middle of the road character Makes in sense. terms of weight yeah. to try to figure that stuff out. Um, and it ju it just it just does not seem right <laughs> with hmm. like how how long it takes for certain characters to do it. Whereas like a character like Ganon, he'll tap you and you're dead. You know, yeah. like <laughs> just like it, just a dumb stage. It's not even, I don't know, like, I get, on the casual side of things, mm -hmm. I still think it's annoying. You know, it's like, I just, <laughs> I, I don't. don't. I can imagine it being great for casuals, mostly because you can't walk off or fall off or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, like. Yeah, that's true. On that side, like, so if I were playing with Ashley, this would be a fantastic stage. See, the stage. thing about it that I mm -hmm. do think is good in terms of casuals is that it's impossible to SD completely yes, exactly because like, yeah. you can walk off on there are stages like this that yeah. are called like we fit stage stages. or whatever yeah. like but you can't even it's like not only can you not walk off but you can't like you know squirtles side b like how it does yeah with right. any, you can't do that it's impossible yeah. i even flare blitz like flare mm. blitz doesn't break the barrier nice. it's so weird yeah um but so it's only, only a character getting knocked it. into it that does. I mean, that's, yeah. So I feel like that is good for 
for that, you know, for like people, but, but just not good for competitive stuff. <laughs> but the problem then is mm-hmm. that's only good for people that are really bad playing with other people that are really bad. <laughs> but if you're playing on a casual stage, like, uh, you know, like Palutena's, uh, mm-hmm. like, what is it called? Palutena stage. It's a big old the giant one. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That one. Something like that kind of levels the playing field. That's but true. This stage, if you're playing against somebody that's good, you're just going to get comboed into yeah. oblivion. You know, because like yeah. you bounce off the wall, and then they're just going to punish that. I think so, it's probably just a better like party stage kind of thing where it's like it's you know it doesn't really matter. Like you know the like yeah. technique, like any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Again, like if Ashley and I are playing against you know if we're on a team playing against somebody like so that she doesn't sd at all and then mm. we can you know she can just knock them around as much as she can and that kind of thing like i could see it working for that but as far as within competitive play uh yeah yeah that's, ban that stage yeah immediately. <laughs> stage garbage yeah but in the back of the stage we do have a bunch of people um i'm not gonna go th- ah whatever i'll andy bogart joe higashi kim kafwam what cup mm, yeah. one Sure. Geese Howard, Ryo Sakazaki, Kyo Kusanagi, Ioro Yagami. Man, I'm butchering these. Uh, <laughs> Haukmaro, <laughs> Nakaruru, uh, Athena, Simaya, Rolf, and Clark, and Tockles. Yeah. So- <laughs> there's some people there's some japanesey sounding names for you just said not japanesey at all <laughs> and in this week's episode of <laughs> anime boobies makes the internet mad my is not in this game oh man uh because sakura which apparently i mean which i mean that's obvious yeah i thought it was obvious at least but uh in the american version of the direct or the the announcement or whatever he said smash brothers is a game for good little boys and or good boys and girls yeah uh so my can't be in it Mm -hmm. but in japan he said uh the rating we want to keep the rating oh really Uh, (laughs) yes which is obvious like yeah i thought that that was the most obvious thing in the world um and i think the he elaborated on like is it rated e10 plus is that yeah, the here okay. here um gotcha. but there it's like something else i don't know what the, yeah whatever their system is the, yeah the rating is for them um but a big thing for the rating for them isn't even the boobs it's specifically like uh, like upskirt oh, shots okay. and stuff yeah so like Palutena was a character that almost caused the game to get delayed which wow. is like the 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 main thing of like uh, like a lot of people are saying like oh they could adjust her and blah blah, blah and do all this other stuff but it's really not worth that yeah because right. like you're really going to delay this dlc and and upend the schedule for a character that sometimes pops up in the background <laughs> like, <laughs> right. just, like I, it's not it's not really worth it yeah. uh and that's not even just the like a, um like passing it back and forth with their ratings board it's also passing it back and forth with snk and saying right. is this design okay yeah no that's not true to the character all right back to the drawing board you know yeah. it's not worth it <laughs> and they very well might have even reached out to snk just on the front end being like hey can we use this character can we use like can we use my but just completely change the model and they might have been like nah probably yeah, not good, and like, nope. then nintendo's like all right then there's no way and then that's it you know yeah i yeah. think it's funny that 
because i mean like again like you guys said on the wolf den it's kind of lose lose because like people are mad on this side but also like if she'd gotten censored which would have been the only way that she could have gotten in in the first place then people would be like what now they're censoring yeah, the exact same per- yeah. like people would be upset about yeah, that. right exactly so i mean and they just the, want her like to the- be in in a way that it is just impossible right and the whole upskirt thing also kind of like puts a hole in their whole argument where it's like but bayonetta right. zero suit can't look up their skirt <laughs> you know i was like there <laughs> yeah so it's it's a lot of it is a cultural thing and all those stuff uh which is ironic because mm-hmm. like if it was our end and it being like oh but boobs <laughs> they're dangerous yeah uh then people would be upset about that and they're like you're affecting japanese like you're criticizing japanese culture let them be japanese but like actually the censorship is because of japan (laughs) (laughs) yeah from what they're saying uh i mean it also probably has a lot to do with our ratings board they probably would be less i mean more upset about the boobs end of it (laughs) yeah right man it's funny stuff but yeah she's uh she's not gonna make it i i loved the Smash also the good little boys and girls that yeah. bit was just was priceless <laughs> and yeah man that's I, the way that they do these direct things too with every you know like him having a live the people working on the video too and other people in the room is really fun just because it's like you know probably some of them are hearing this for the first time they're people that work on the game and they you know didn't get to hear them practice or something like that you know so they just come on in and they get to laugh at all the jokes yeah and they love jokes so Room. all that good stuff um, um yeah and then the online there's some online stuff um yep. any notable bits from that that you want to point out uh so they have a mode that's no bob allowed mode that's what it's called <laughs> only elite smash players can enter these arenas and that's great because sometimes i just want to taunt bob you know <laughs> <laughs> also there there was some stuff that i thought well uh you can only there's a a thing where you can find arenas now that are that are made by your friends so like you don't have to enter the arena code because like if you made an arena that was public you have to enter the code even if you're friends with somebody um now you don't have to do that anymore gotcha okay um there's also another thing with now you can do random omega and battlefield stages which is like random stages that are just vanilla no platforms and then random stages uh, that are a version of that that are also with the platforms yep. uh, which you couldn't do before you could do it locally but not online right. um, and then there's like small like quality of light changes with like how the uh, how you communicate within the arena and how the, com- the arena communicates with the player where it's like round mm-hmm. one's over you have this many consecutive wins and mm-hmm. so on and so forth that's nice um, and you can send little messages that are pre-planned and stuff right. like that like i like I, I can't play right now i'll be right back you know mm-hmm. something like you know just keep where's people. the pizza you know that kind of thing yeah exactly yep, yep. that message is everyone number one. is always actually number two i forgot what i said number one was almost <laughs> in my <laughs> who's to say only the past only the past uh, they say. also did game balancing stuff mm-hmm. uh which pokemon trainer is safe he didn't get nerfed uh nice. but i went it buff so like buff yeah. uh not because like i feel like he needs it but because like buffs are fun you know they're great yeah. Yeah, just exactly. let me be better at the game even better <laughs> i mean uh, it's always a little bit fun too i would imagine to have to lab stuff just for a little bit to be like okay so what's different about this then and exactly. like figuring that out unless they make something worse that's not fun that's true <laughs> what if they made one thing it. a little bit worse and another thing better 
Yeah, that's okay. That's cool. That, I mean, that's balanced. Even it out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but they did buff a whole lot of characters that are kind of trash. Nice. Uh, on the whole, like there, there's always a conversation with like most people because most people aren't who it applies to when a tier list is made. Like yeah. tier lists are assuming that you're as good as you could possibly be with a given character against right. an, against another person that is as good as you could possibly be with the other character, yeah. given their tools. Mm-hmm. Um, so like uh, we did the Wolf Den tournament and I got second place because I lost to a Jigglypuff. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean Jigglypuff is a better character than Pokemon Trainer, you right. know? Jigglypuff, on the whole, wasn't a great character, but yeah. Jigglypuff got buffed, uh, Incineroar got buffed, uh, King K. Roll got buffed, all the bad characters pretty much, <laughs> except for Little Mac, got buffed. Yep. So that's cool. Good for them. Good for them. And you know what? Good for us, because we got a Pokemon trailer with some little tidbits yeah. and stuff. Also, heads up, after this, we're going to talk about the leak situation with Pokemon things, but we're not going to talk about any of the leaks themselves, because you know what? Yeah. I don't even know any of them. We <laughs> so, haven't even seen the leaks. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't want to look into those, but uh, we did get a trailer. It was the items and features trailer. Um, so, yeah, this stuff, I uh, watched it. You understand some of the bits better than I do, but I remembered something from a couple months ago we were talking about evs and i was saying how i thought they worked and you were like no nah, man that's not even close and i was like wow weird that i was so off but i figured it out i looked it up apparently gen 1 and gen 2 again obviously super different from all the future ones and mm. so their system i think i was at least very close to understanding it with those but the idea of gen one i don't think evs were really a thing so they were it it wasn't it was stat experience boost Mm -hmm. or something like that where it was like you it wasn't evs exactly yeah it was something like similar kind of conversation but the Mm -hmm. basic idea was like pretty much the more pokemon you fight against yeah the more you'd you know level up and stuff like that but when you it only starts when you first catch a pokemon so Mm -hmm. like i had a level i don't know 20 chancy or something like that and like this is how i figured out like something seems weird about this was i was playing at some point and i had like a level 20 chancy then i caught a level 55 chancy in um uh cerulean cave and Mm -hmm. you know as a kid i just would have swapped it out and been like level 55 obviously way better and then i looked at their stats and i was like they're pretty much the same like there's just they're barely any different at the level 55 one and if i level up this level 21 it's going to be way better so then i looked it up and like more or less in gen one that's how it is and it's pretty garbage that's still how it is that's still how it is yeah you still Uh, start to accrue evs when you catch the pokemon okay so that's the thing that i was trying to explain before um Okay, so I, I wasn't too far off on a base understanding of something. <laughs> it just mm-hmm. wasn't fully the right thing. But yeah, in Gen 1, it was different in some regard. And I think maybe that's all that there was to it, is just mm-hmm. you, um, it's it's some weird thing. And it's super simplified and all that, but it's, it's kind of jank. Um, yeah. So I'm looking forward to experiencing it in, uh, you know, Pokemon Sword Shield more stuff. straightforward <laughs> way that tells you everything and you don't even have to do the EV grind because you could just buy a buy bunch of EVs and stuff. Yeah, the supplements. Yep. Uh, like the car carbos and all that crap. Yep. I um, imagine like PP ups are still limited, probably to the same amount. Like that seems like yeah. it's been pretty yeah, balanced that's, for that's this whole time. Though. Um yeah. the the supplements i'll call them yeah uh they were limited just as like an arbitrary like thing that yeah 
okay, like we gave you, we got you halfway there. You got to get yourself the rest of the way. Yep. And now that cap's not on there. So you could just totally max out the 500 or whatever EVs that um, you're yep. allotted. Uh, I wonder how much that costs in game. Cause like in the trailer that they showed, they had like 45 of a bunch of stuff or whatever. And that seems like a lot. Like it is a lot, but uh, it's, it probably won't cost that much. All things considered yep. like the newer Pokemon games. I think I ended every 3ds pokemon game with at least two million dollars yeah. so it's like goodness you know what else am i going to spend the money on <laughs> yeah revives you keep dying i'm sure how dare just you? kidding i've never just died kidding. in my life oh in, hence, the whole time. hence life hence life you know <laughs> yep Ooh. um but yeah some other things um you know what the thing that i linked was the video and not the article talking about it so mm-hmm. i uh don't remember all the bits and pieces from it but we're gonna go through and uh there was the mints as well and those yep, those um, let you change your nature but yep. not really you kind of change your nature you still like if you have a modest pokemon it's still going to be like aesthetically on the pokemon's like fact sheet thing it's still going to say it's modest but it's oh, going okay. to give it the attributes of a oh. pokemon that's adamant you know like whatever mint you give it yeah um which I don't know why it does that. I guess just because, like, within the world, it just makes sense. Like, yeah. it would be kind of weird if, like, you caught a Pokemon that was docile, and uh-huh. then you gave it a vitamin, and it's rash all of a sudden. It's like, <laughs> it, it used to be all, like, just chill. And then, like, you gave it a vitamin, and it's just, no, like, it's a cricket aggressive <laughs> jerk. Like, <laughs> That's called drugs, kids, and do yes. not do that. Supplements. Uh, supplements. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so that's good. Mints, and then um, yeah, the egg move thing. So uh, yeah, explain that. Also a I cool. Mostly get that, but um, so yeah. with egg moves now, there's like moves that Pokemon can't learn by TM or by mm-hmm. level up, but they still are capable of learning them by breeding with another Pokemon. Yep. And the baby gets the move; it inherits a move. Uh, is the, will it always inherit is it's kind of luck based whether it would no. inherit it or not uh, oh, okay it, it, always would, would. It, it always inherits it if gotcha. you have the egg move and it's two pokemon that are compatible to breed this pokemon it'll mm-hmm. hatch with the move nice uh, okay. it'll have whatever it's like bit like say um hatching like a freaking pikachu or something and his first attack is like tackle and i think mm-hmm. maybe it has thundershock by default now it'll have whatever the egg move is also gotcha um okay. now you don't have to make an egg because the thing that sucks about doing the egg move thing is like, say you have a shiny Pikachu yeah. and you want to give it this egg move. Mm-hmm. You got to like breed for another shiny Pikachu to have a shiny Pikachu with the egg move. Yep. Now you could just put the shiny Pikachu in the daycare with a, with the Pokemon with the egg move. And it has at least one, the shiny Pikachu has at least one blank slot. Mm-hmm. It will transfer over the egg move. Nice so that's good that is good i like it's nice having all these options and stuff because like yeah you can grind for some of this stuff and i'm sure in some regards it makes it rewarding when it finally does happen you know there's something about that (laughs) but is it worth it you know like like an arbitrary thing yeah absolutely so it's like because it took me a year to to do this it makes it somehow more valuable because it took me a year to mm-hmm. earn a hundred thousand dollars the hundred thousand dollars is way more valuable to me than the one you just gave me or the yeah. money you just gave me. you know it's yeah. like nah, i don't know about that man <laughs> it's the, the the result is the result yeah yeah so all that stuff um 
But yeah, and then you can also access your box anywhere. Well, it says almost anywhere. I'd imagine like anywhere Elite Four meaning, probably you can't. That kind anywhere, of stuff. Yeah, it's like if you're in a gym, you can't access your box. Yeah. If you're on like a story mission situation, mm-hmm. you can't access your box. Do you like, if think, you're just like exploring the world. Do you think the box, because the box heals Pokemon now, right? I mean, or uh, before this, it did. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think it still heals your Pokemon? Did it in, I can't remember in Pokemon Let's Go I don't know Let's if go, it did in Let's Go. I don't know. I think it will do whatever think it, it did in Let's Go. I think you would have to go to the actual PC at the... I don't know at the Pokemon Center and do that. Yeah, I think it didn't heal them because otherwise that would be a little bit just too too OP. I mean, it already is like helpful, you know, that they're um, in there. Yeah, I don't know. I'm very curious about that, but yeah, strong guess that probably not. Oh, and also there's candies for just experience in general. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a thing. She's good. Yeah, good man. Because you can't. Well, I don't know if you can in this game, but typically you can't buy rare candies, so they're like limited. Uh, or right. you got to grind for them by using pickup and all uh, that's yeah. luck based and all that crap. But now uh, you can buy experience candies and crap. Which is okay, great. you can buy them at the store. It said I didn't notice I that. Think, I'm pretty sure you can buy them. Cool. Okay. Um, I just saw them. I figured they just you picked them up or whatever because you couldn't buy candies and let's go. Could you? I think uh, you just you get them when you catch Pokemon. Right. But yeah. this is like a different kind of candy. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> interesting i'll be curious about that um but yeah pokemon pokemon all the pokemon stuff so it's a lot easier pretty much to just like kind of turn yeah, your team just into like the a lot of competitive stuff is way easier now yep which is very nice so that's good um but yeah then the last thing for pokemon is just that there were the leaks they happened nintendo shut it down pretty quick um but yeah. not quick enough for people to still be able to go out and see pokemon if they wanted to (laughs) something that is like frustrating for us is that every time something like this happens they clamp down on review copies yeah which sucks dude yep so like i mean we weren't gonna get it ahead of time anyway we probably weren't but if that was the difference between us getting it and not getting it that would really yeah, I mean, at one point it was because yeah. brand ambassador just across the board if they got it they got it early yeah but after okay, the whole yeah. thing with the 3ds and all that crap and mm-hmm. it ripped it man ripped. that's just like i'm i i don't know i've got thoughts about this like on i think some of the argument from one side just about it in general is people are like well we want to see the leaks we want to see the pokemon that are in this game before Mm -hmm. we buy it so we know whether it's going to be worth it to buy it or not i think that's like the main argument it's like if if since pokemon company isn't showing us everything in the game we don't know if it's going to be worth our purchase or not which is weird man i i don't agree with that like i i mean you can if that's your opinion that's totally fine like that's an opinion i guess um that's still not right for somebody to leak it like that's straight up illegal <laughs> so yeah you like, know. i i just i i don't it think the industry as a I whole i don't think well. it's a good argument because it would be like to the extent of like saying well i'm not going to go see that movie unless i know the ending is good <laughs> you know like yeah. that's kind of I, I, I mean that's know, theoretically that. that's what like reviews are for that's what waiting until somebody else has gotten the game that you trust is for um I think for me, it's just like that feels, I don't know. If somebody gives me a whole bunch of information in a, okay, let's put it this way. 
if like on one hand i've got a song that somebody wrote and performed and recorded and it's like here's this song and it's great and like i can't listen to that song yet or whatever and so i'm going to decide whether or not i want to listen to that song based on somebody just like here's like here's all the notes for it just like just laid out there's all the notes um I mean, you don't necessarily know how they go in there and like what organically it's going to be like, but like, that's what all the notes are like. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, it's different than that, obviously, blah, 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 whatever. But I feel right. like that's sort of the idea is like, there's, there's definitely an element to where presentation gameplay and like the way it's all strung together plays a really big part more so than just the actual individual elements that are in it. Like, yeah. or like, a, Cause like Bob a soup said, versus um, the ingredients. I don't know. Bob said a couple of times, uh, and I think he said it during Wolf Dunlop. Uh, he was basically like well we're just seeing like these still like static images Mm -hmm. off a computer screen right like there's going to be Pokemon that you see there and you're like that looks dumb and then when you see it in action it's going to look way better yeah um and i've had multiple like personal experiences like that where like for instance septile I used mm-hmm. to think Septile was so dumb looking <laughs> because his back sprite looks stupid. But then I saw him in the anime and I was like, yo, Septile's pretty dope. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I mean, I, I feel the same way. Just cat- finding Pokemon in the wild is always more exciting to me than just seeing it. Where, like, mm-hmm. I remember, I don't know, I feel like I'd seen um, Baneri or something like that, uh, or Lopunny or something, whatever. Some, one of those bunny Pokemon. And mm-hmm, I just like seen it independently and I was like, all right, whatever. Like, I don't really care. And then like ran into it in the game and I was really excited to have run into it because it was a new Pokemon and I was like, oh, well, it's cool. And like, you know, I find out new things about it. And then instead of, and then that individual thing is exciting rather than it. I mean, it's kind of like same kind of thing for just leaks in general, like elite direct you get like, oh, well, here's this bit of news, this bit of news, this bit of news. None of them get to have the impact. Here's a 4chan post. Yeah. With game titles. <laughs> yeah. It Exciting. Doesn't, it's just not, you know, like, I, again, I understand it. And, like, especially if, you know, we know theoretically which Pokemon are in it. That doesn't 100% mean we know which Pokemon aren't, I suppose. But probably there's a good chance. I don't know. I mean, I don't know which Pokemon yeah. are in it because I didn't look at it. But I mean, it's just it's the same thing as the conversation that me and Logan would have about Smash Brothers. Yeah. Where everybody's like, well, the characters and somebody's going to leak it anyway. So it's like leaks are a deliberate decision to look at. Yeah. Uh, like especially now where you can like filter stuff out like if you yeah. looked at the leak it's because you didn't avoid the leak yeah uh, whereas a Nintendo Direct is something that as Nintendo fans you can't really avoid seeing information that you don't want to see yeah Um. so it's like and I know from experience with things like Smash Brothers it's way more exciting to unlock whatever right uh-huh in the game and say yo i didn't know that was in there yeah that's dope <laughs> yeah versus just grinding away until you find the thing that you saw beforehand and you know that you like but you don't have it yet you know yeah. it's like it's not i mean and I, I don't know i think just the whole i mean exactly all the stuff you said and i know that people wanted to see this stuff so like i get that but that the doesn't thing excuse, I, the thing I understand yeah. wanting to see beforehand is the legendaries because mm-hmm. that 
hinges on which version you get and all that stuff. Yep. And the starter evolutions, because yep. for a lot of people that aren't me, they want <laughs> to like make that decision and say, okay, this is the starter Pokemon I want. This yep. is going to be my guy. I like his third evolution. That's yep. great. Uh, me, I just, I know Pokemon is a game that I'm going to trade people for. Yeah. So if I don't like the third evolution, whatever, what I'm picking is the one that I see and I meet. Yeah. when it's standing in front of me with the pokeball there you know I it's mean, like, for what oh, it's yeah, worth but- too like i <laughs> i don't want to like in real life for example i don't want to become friends with a kid when i'm a kid i don't want to become friends with a kid because i know that when when he's 40 he's going to be rich something yeah. like that like i want to be friends with a kid because i like him as a kid like right i, I know that analogy seems maybe far-fetched but i'd rather pick sobble because i think sobble's cool and then if his evolution kind of sucks or whatever it's like ah, oh, well that's whatever that's this weird yeah. pokemon i've got now but like i i'm not picking I, and i know that's completely different from so many other people like i'm just saying for me and yeah 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 i'm whatever. not saying one way is right and the other way is wrong yeah. i just mean like for me I'm, I don't want to see that, but I get why people want to see yes. those specific Pokemon. I, Seeing every Pokemon, I think, is like overboard. I don't yeah. think that that's necessary to make a, a, a an informed decision yeah. on whether or not you want this game. Because then, too, like you, I, I think the way that we as humans like gather information, if we're given too much stuff all at once, we just kind of like make snap judgments about every little thing. It's just like right. the you know the Twitter situation where so like thousands of people that you're following or whatever are making you know saying all this stuff and you're pretty much disregarding a whole bunch of it just swiping past or whatever because like like okay well that's not as engaging to me as this other stuff is whereas if you have to focus in on one thing at a time like the first time you see a pokemon or something like that in the wild then that's it's just it engages a different part of your mind i think than seeing all sorts of things and having to like take it all in at once so it's it's disappointing to me i think i know maybe it shouldn't be but it just kind of is and like uh i'm sure there's people yelling at their speakers or headphones or whatever right now and feel please let me know your thoughts and like i mean i know i i'm pretty sure i saw justin even say and i know a lot i saw a lot of other people say but maybe even justin like well at least i know that i saved my 60 dollars now because i saw this and know that i don't really care you know the decks didn't save it for me mm-hmm. so that's just an interesting stance that's just really different from mine i guess um so yeah i think nevertheless the leaks themselves shouldn't have happened because it's like it's it's bad for the industry really but and it's illegal but you know at the same time if it saved you 60 dollars and you know six months from now you'll still be like yeah glad i didn't get that game then cool that's legitimately good i guess for you (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know i just like to be optimistic about stuff normally (laughs) so that's that's me yeah i i I just think that it's like for from like most people that play pokemon games they're not like completing or catching every single pokemon they're not spending time with every single pokemon yeah uh they're just going to catch their guys and that's it Mm -hmm. um i find it hard to believe even if there's and again i didn't say the leaks even if there's 150 pokemon in this game and that's it right i find it hard to believe that you can't find at least six that you like yeah right um, totally and want to play through the game i mean and i did see like i i didn't see any leaks but somebody said something that led me to believe that some pokemon that i'd like to see in there might not be in um which is like that's disappointing because it's ones that i would love to see in there but at the same time 
I'll get over it and I'm fine. You For know, me, like, it's just like I, the announcement of Pokemon Home made me not care even a little bit. <laughs> yeah, right. Like if which I mean, we know because of official material that like Charizard, my favorite Pokemon, he's in the game. Great. <laughs> yeah. But if he wasn't, I don't care because I still have my Charizard, you yeah. know, like it's still going to be in Pokemon Home and mm-hmm. whenever they make it available to play, I'll play as, you know, cool, cool yep. story. Uh, so true. I, I think this whole thing is overblown. I think that the the reason to play Pokemon isn't just that this very specific Pokemon is in the game or whatever. Mm-hmm. It, it's the whole thing of like discovering the new region and the new Pokemon in there and the new ways to play it and stuff. Yep. Uh, so I, I agree, I think and I'm excited on. for the gameplay and stuff like that. And same. Yep. I'm also really excited for the gameplay of Just Dance 2020. Are not you? really. That was a lie. No, <laughs> but it's just a funny news bit that apparently this is Ubisoft's last Wii game oh coming out my. nine years after the Wii has pretty much died. Uh, eight years, I guess. But uh, yeah, Rip I just thought that was funny. There's not even a whole lot to talk about. Rip but, Wii, man. I mean, Rip I assume Wii. this is the last besides, I guess, you know, people are still making new SNES this games is here like, and there. Yeah, this is like when the like the indie scene can kick in yes. and say like a new Wii game. <laughs> yep. whatever, right. Because right now it's like they can't really like you can't make that exciting if like a big budget, like multi-million dollar game is still yeah. getting released to this console every year. <laughs> That said, actually, I wonder, would uh, does the Wii probably has a lot more DRM type stuff than I don't know, maybe not. Like, could you just make a game on you yeah, know that's a, true, a disc, that's true. and then you know mm-hmm. have it be played on the Wii? Like, I mean, I you know. could. I guess you could have always done that with like homebrew. I guess, yeah. Well, because like you know, if you buy a some new N64 carts or whatever that like, you know, indie developers are making or something like that. You could just pop mm. them in an old N64 and it would work, I think, um, without yeah. having to do any kind of hacking or whatever. So, but you think that like, depending on what somebody could do, they could just make think, new Wii games that would work on any Wiis? Yeah, and I think like the homebrew situation is not hard. Yeah, <laughs> like you yeah, just put yeah, an oh, SD sure. card in <laughs> and there you go. Yep. So like if, if people if the type of person that wants to buy like a, a like a small like uh quote unquote retro game that's yeah. new on their Wii, I think they'll, they'll they don't be have any problem enough. doing it. <laughs> yeah, they'll be savvy enough to put an SD card in their Wii. You know? I think you are right. But you and know they what? might even they, like the, these developers might even put a like one gigabyte SD card in the package yeah. that has the homebrew pre installed. <laughs> And you just put it in there mm-hmm. and you're done, you know? True. That's true. And what else is true is you made a video this week. Um, I surely did. You sure did. We're getting into that part of the uh, that part of the podcast where uh, yep. you guys watch our videos sometimes and leave comments and then we talk about them. And uh, there you go. Yes. That's the thing. So AJ made a video on... Um, I forgot. Oh, the 3DS to Switch games. I forgot off the top of my head. (laughs) How dare you forget my video. Yeah. And uh, here's the first comment from Deceptijohn said, would love to see either a remaster of Dementia, The Dark Ward, or a completely new game from the franchise. But a new Phoenix Wright game would be awesome on the Switch. Maybe this time they could make it all hand-drawn, up the quality of the music and sound effects, and treat it more like a darker graphic novel. I would be super down for that. So with this, there's a couple, and I think specifically at least half of the comments that I pulled, there's going to be a lot of games that I never heard of before. Because <laughs> like when I when I was thinking of the games that I wanted to put on here, it was just like you know like the big like well known like this is a very specifically a handheld franchise uh-huh. sort of situation. 
Um, and it's a Nintendo handheld yeah, franchise. Right. Uh, didn't even think really about the third party stuff. Uh, so, I mean, I'll get to this in a little bit, but maybe I'll do another one at some point. Um, we'll see. True. Uh, I would be down for another Phoenix Wright game. I think those games are neat. I don't I, know what the other thing is, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm, truly, I don't know. Um, it, I'm curious, actually. Let's see. Dementia Dark Ward. I just want to find out what kind of... Oh, I'm not looking up the right thing, apparently. I'm just looking up Dementia now. <laughs> um, I was just trying to find out what genre of game it is. It's straight up just not showing up. Maybe... Oh, well. Doesn't matter. We'll find out some other time. Comment in the Let section. Let us know in the comments. No. Thanks to Step to John. Uh, Curtis Marathew 58 says a long shot to ever be on anything besides iOS and Android is Iron Maiden Legacy of the Beast game that you played on your phone. I highly recommend for you to check out its uh, to check it out. It's a fun turn-based game that has the band's mascot Eddie in his different forms from each album and each release artwork of Eddie. It would be neat for it to go to the Switch. It could get a huge boost in graphics and slightly different playstyle to keep it fun. But I say aging, this would be a long shot. But I say again, this would be a long shot. There we go. Uh, is it available on iOS and Android currently? I don't know. That's a good question. Because he did say for like we should check it out. Maybe it's on there currently, I'll check Legacy it out. Legacy of the Beast. Let's find out. Um... Again, I don't know. <laughs> These are some obscure games you guys are pulling looks, out, uh, man. Yeah, it looks like it from what oh, okay. I'm seeing here. So I'll check it out. Um, hopefully, I'll remember and I'll report back on next week's episode of Directly You. Noise. Good stuff. That seems like just a such a funny combination of things. Iron Maiden and turn-based battles and stuff. That's, yeah, I'm down. Yeah, like, I wonder what made that happen that's you know, what like, i want to know is yeah. it like a brutal legend sort of situation where they're like yo we want to make this game and jack black would be a person perfect person to right. do that you know and then because i could like, see i mean like shack fu or something where it's like hey shack you want to make this game where you're doing kung fu and shack would be like yeah man that's dope but like <laughs> i can't unless iron maiden's a fan of turn-based games you know like that would just be a funny thing to be like all right here's this thing you're gonna be fighting things and you're going to have to select from some buttons what you're going to yeah. attack with or whatever and be like, okay. Like, you know what we like to play on tour? Turn-based <laughs> RPGs. <laughs> so, yeah, that's really funny. Um, if there's a story behind that, Curtis Merithew, uh, let us know. Jonathan Farah says, please do a part two. Maybe next could be Metroid Prime Federation Force. Not a bad game, just the one we didn't want. Dylan's <laughs> oh, Western. Gonna, Dylan's Rolling Western Dead Max. Heat Breakers, Pushmo, a Kirby eShop collection, Kirby Superstar Ultra and Robobot, and Wario Master of Disguise. You're gonna offend Max. He's gonna be very upset, but I agree. I agree, honestly, about <laughs> Metroid Prime Federation Force. Uh, but yeah, like I said, I'll probably do another one. I don't know if I'll do like those specifically since they're like specific games rather than like franchises right um because yeah. it sounds like what they want to do is like continue them mm -hmm. uh it just so happened that a lot of them could just also be ported over yep. and, and or they already continued them you yeah know? right i mean another one that i thought of that we were just talking about in discord actually with uh Capo and stuff was um uh 
brave uh, bravely default like oh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. an interesting one that because they tease after octopath and around octopath and stuff it seems like they really teased a bravely default a bravely third or a port mm-hmm. or something like that coming to switch and then it never happened so i don't know didn't they say it was like in 2020 they were going to talk about that i feel like they said 2020 oh, for know. some reason <laughs> maybe um yeah Bravely Default 2020. Let's see if anything immediately pops up. Yeah, I don't see anything specifically, but that's not to say that it's not possible either. Um, I mean, we'll keep our eyes out. That seems like it's it seems like hopefully a given at some point, just because that would be fun. But um, I mean, they definitely talked about the Octopath team being interested in doing more of that variety of thing. So we're using that engine again on the Switch or on iOS for some reason. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then last comment on your video is from Eric Stefan, who said, I have an idea to make the Switch backwards compatible with the 3DS and DS games. First off, they need to make an adapter for the 3DS and DS games. You can put in the dock USB, and they also need to implement this thing on the eShop. What do you think about my idea? Uh, I feel like I've made a video uh, along, like talking about something like that. Not necessarily like in a hardware way. Because I don't think that well for Switch it would it would need to be hardware because it's not with you right uh, but like I feel like they would probably mess it up <laughs> because like with Wii U they they had DS games but like the most of the view and the default view of how they like uh, uh, promoted these games it was just a DS on the touch screen rather than saying like okay here's your screen and then mm-hmm. here's your touch screen in your hand and then you do it like that yeah um and i think most games that actually use like the dual screen in a way that's different from like just a map they the screens need to be too close for that to work mm-hmm. so yeah be right weird. um so i don't know I, I i would i like it in theory yeah but like for the most part most games could just be ported over without needing to have the like dual screen functionality yet i think the problem with the hardware thing i mean kind of like you said unless they find a really simple form factor where like yeah there's so many complications there so either yeah this especially like you know the switch light or something like that it would just be too small to be able to have both screens on there without it being like sideways or something like that like there would be a lot of issues as far as getting it to work on the handheld portion of it um Mm -hmm. and then games that you could do it on your tv but then games that have touchscreen stuff like that would be an issue so i think if you did it on a hardware level that would have to assume every game's going to work with this and that's just not going to be the case you know you'd end up having too many games where it's like that's that one's not going to work so i think just bringing over individual ones like games that they can just easily put what's on the second screen in just like a little side off screen or something like that you know like have the Mm -hmm. main thing be in kind of a primary window and have a little box off to the top right corner that's you know to the right of it or something like that right Um, or just do like a splatoon situation where they rework how the game is yeah exactly but i think at that point yeah you would have to port specific ones and you couldn't just Mm -hmm. bring them all over immediately um yeah yeah. I don't think they would do that anyway. Yeah, because <laughs> they're supporting the Nintendo 3DS until up until or through 2020. Yep. I mean, you know? I think yeah, Nintendo's <laughs> mo for the most part seems to be like hold their 
uh libraries dear and then use them as like a thing later so like they could later be like and now here's this 3ds you know like use it as yeah. much as a tool as they it's possibly the can vault. later yeah exactly the disney vault that kind of a thing it's not just like oh we made this thing and it'll be every it'll be on every platform we make for forever yeah it's like yeah we'll do, like release it when it makes sense yep yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, that's the comments we pulled for your video. And then we got comments from my video. Uh, I talked about um, kind of a buyer's guide for this holiday a little bit. So some games to buy and all that stuff. Um, and I yeah. will note that uh, we're recording this like two hours after that video. And it's not really the kind of video that will have a lot of comments. So here's a couple True. of them. But here we go. Uh, Graham Richardson said, for anyone who's interested in tracking deals and finding the best deals on Switch, I highly recommend Deku Deals. I'd attach a link, but then this would be flagged as a bot or some other nonsense. It's easy enough to look True. at. They're True. great because they price track different games and hardware like controllers or Labo, etc. And all, And so you can see not only that something is on sale, but that it is a reasonably good sale, or even if it is currently the lowest price ever, for example, which they place in yellow so it's easy to see that you're getting literally the best price to date. You can also add things to your wish list and it will email you if they go on sale. All in all, it's a great service. Uh does this thing have an app <laughs> i that's a good question so i actually had this in my script i had it recorded in the video and it was just the video was getting longer than i wanted it to be for what this is yeah. um mm -hmm. so i had to just like cut this bit out but i mentioned like two different times in little spots was like um cut it out but yes uh that is a great point but i don't think it has an app i think it's just a website they should make it an app because i feel like should. something like this would be significantly more popular and accepted if it was an app <laughs> that is true um but it is yeah definitely if anybody here doesn't know about it uh striker xl was actually the one that told me about it the first time but it's a great place to just track your game library like what you do have what you want all that kind of stuff and them showing off what the sales are like yeah it tracks i think for I'm curious what it's like in other countries, but I guess you just put what country you're in and it puts the main retailer. So here it's like, you know, the Best Buy, Walmart, Target, GameStop and the eShop and all that stuff. And you can filter really well. Um, yeah, it's a great tool. So definitely something to be looking out for. And 100 percent, that's going to be super helpful at um, Black Friday time as well. Yep. So True. once again, DekuDeals.com, D-E-K-U and then my last name. Next comment, Griffinix said, if you're getting someone a Switch or know someone will be getting one this holiday, I would highly recommend an eShop gift card. I know you're covering physical games here, but digital needs some love too. So many digital games, so many digital only games for each type of gamer, Untitled Goose Game or In the Blind Forest, Blasphemous, etc. With the holiday digital sales and the low cost of a lot of indies in general, even a $20 card could get you a few good games. That's true. Very also, true. It could, it could just be a thing of like if they do in a situation with the like vouchers right like mm. uh when i went with my brother to go get his switch the first thing i told him and i was like all right get the switch uh which like that's like the jackpot <laughs> for uh for people that want to buy a switch is if they have somebody that does what we do yeah uh, because it's literally just like they have the video right in front of them at all times. <laughs> uh, so I was like, no, you got to get this game. You got to get this game. You got to get this gift card. You got to buy the online and then do that. So specifically at this time, the vouchers were still active. So I was like, okay, don't buy the games. Just buy vouchers. And he bought like 
eight of them. Oh my uh, goodness! And the, yeah, because he saved what one hundred and sixty dollars doing that. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Um, and he already has Pokemon because of that, and like all that stuff, you know. Yep. Uh, so it's like just gift cards are good to have or eShop credit is good mm-hmm. to have because like there's different ways to save on stuff because they do have like the gold coins like mm-hmm. every um DLC fighter that Nintendo didn't send me I just bought with gold points yeah <laughs> so it's <was> like <laughs> a lot of stuff is like effectively free because like you get free money for buying the games yep yeah that's definitely man it's very good i forgot the things i was really gonna say but i agree with everything you said (laughs) pretty much sure yeah because all the things oh yeah i remember what i was gonna say it's um i have more and more people now that i know that are like thinking about getting a switch or that kind of thing and like talking about it and i'm not like i'm for some reason when it's just like to generally like the people i'm i'm great at making that kind of content but when somebody's asking me a specific question like what should i buy i feel a lot of i think like anxiety about like not wanting them to see or them specifically the wrong direction because i can trust like if i'm just making a video i can just be like here's the best things but like you know yourself better because i legitimately don't know you know most of the individuals that are watching Mm -hmm. it but when it's like you know if mitch is like would i like this game because there was oh what what was it it was uh yeah, so my my boss got Xenoblade Chronicles 2, um, mm-hmm. and he did not like it. <laughs> and Or maybe it was, oh, it was Mario Plus Rabbids 2. Uh, he's just not a, like, a strategy kind of game guy. And so he got it and didn't really enjoy it. But I had recommended it to him because, or he was like, Would, do you like Mario Plus Rabbids? And I was like, yeah, I like it quite well, which is true. But uh, he got it and didn't like it. So then from then, I think I felt more guilt about that. So... I need to get better about that, but whatever. I'm on the complete opposite side yeah. of the spectrum. <laughs> I on know that you one. are. <laughs> like, I, I feel like I get a pretty good read of like the type of games that people like. Yep. Relatively quickly, like if it's a random person and they're like, "Hey, what game should I buy?" I'm like, "I don't know, dude. I don't know you." <laughs> uh, but like, I know immediately if I'm playing a game or if I get a code for a game or whatever. Uh-huh. I know. Oh, this is a Bob game. This yeah. is a Parker game. You know, like I know. Yeah. I'm like, you're going to like this game. You're going to like it. <laughs> Uh, you you trust me more, it seems. But when I tell Bob, I'm like, hey, Bob, get this game. Like Celeste, I had to freaking tell this man multiple times, you're going to like Celeste, get Celeste, get Celeste, get Celeste. You want me to get you a code for Celeste? You want Celeste? You should get Celeste. And then he's like, and then he finally plays and he's like, this game is so great and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, the the whole like dynamic that we got of like the evil villain like henchman sort of situation yeah. where it's like you should do this and he's like ah, that's stupid but you know what i should do exactly what you just said <laughs> that is what happens constantly where i'm like you're gonna like this game you should get it mm-hmm. it's frustrating <sighs> crazy times and then the last comment from this video uh will adams least said i would watch the video again if i had enough time and you know what? It has nothing to do with the content of it, but yes, I'm all down for that. You should watch this video again, because it, it'll be fun for you. <laughs> it's good for us. That's it. That's uh, that's pretty much it for those comments. Um, yeah, there you go. If you guys comment on our videos, we'll pull some of them out. Um, mine have to be within the first couple hours, for the most part, because we record a couple hours after the video goes up most weeks. Yep. But um, there you go. And now the last bit, which usually takes just about as long as anything else, is our Q&A section. So here we go. We've got some comments from last week and then some questions from you guys and all of that. Here we go. Yeah. 
TTY comments. Uh, this is comments from last week's podcast. Uh, Chris Garnett said, or Chris Garrett, sorry, said the Muffin Man's last name is Man, or it doesn't have last name. Unsure. See, this is that's the comment I was looking for. I thought everybody was going to say like a name, uh, but I was looking for man. <laughs> nice. That's the answer. That's his name. His name is the Muffin Man. That's his name. Is Muffin his middle name? Is yes. V his first name? Oh wow! Yes. All this time. I mean, so whenever anybody talks about like, yeah, I'm going to go talk to the man. Like, don't let the man hold you down. Really, they're talking about the Muffin Man. Exactly. Exactly. <sighs> this whole time. Chris, thank you for enlightening us. <laughs> um, seven asks or seven says the muffin man doesn't have a last name because he's a symbol. We are all the muffin man, which means <laughs> that he is the evil that even if the evil bagel empress killed him, another would rise in his place so he can never truly die. <laughs> you know what? That's also true. You know, there are many truths. Uh, I don't know world. what the bagel empress is, if that's from something or if it's just just part of the uh, new lore of the muffin man but i love it either obviously way obviously the counterpart to muffins true duh because like if you're getting breakfast dude like <laughs> you either get a muffin or a bagel and muffins are better you know because like you can only get good bagels in like new york yeah you know everyone else got garbage bagels you know <laughs> True stuff, you know. Uh, Harry Hoffert yep. says, I'd like to add, and this is, we had a question about uh, jams or preserves last time, and yep. Harry Hoffert said, I'd like to add butters to the jam slash preserves slash jellies conversation. Peach butter, pumpkin butter, apple butter, et cetera, et cetera. Fanatics foods. Hashtag fanatics foods, rather. Um, so I, like, skimmed that when I was reading it, and uh-huh. I read peach butter as peanut butter, and I was like, does that, <laughs> is that the same thing <laughs> probably <Probably's> not <laughs> uh hmm. i so i've so if butters I, are in the conversation yeah i i i like apple butter i've had that some and it's pretty good um i've never had peach butter or pumpkin butter but i will also say something that sounds gross just the word so lemon curd sounds like the most disgusting thing but it's pretty much it's like lemon jelly sort of you know Mm. or whatever but curd is the grossest word like it almost makes me not want to like it just because that word's so gross cheese curds uh also don't want to like those because the word's so gross (laughs) have you ever had cheese curds uh for poutine yes i've never had poutine i've never been to canada i need to go to canada sometime how dare you need to go visit patrick green right exactly man pretty sure he's in canada patrick green give us a comment about <laughs> cheese curds <laughs> maybe they're not everywhere in canada i don't know i mean it's like a wisconsin thing right i think it's part. like a quebec thing but like there i think most play like because you know like there's philly cheesesteaks yeah but like most places in america has like some like approximation of philly cheesesteaks yeah i think it's kind of probably like that you know yeah because like even we have like you can get poutine at like restaurants in america but it's like yeah not real i mean poutine. not i'm in the south so i cannot get poutine at restaurants there, i mean you there's, could a, there's get, a restaurant i'm I sure guarantee <laughs> there's a restaurant somewhere within like a 20 mile radius yep. of you that has poutine <laughs> if if nothing else than just somebody's house where they're just making it for fun <laughs> <laughs> so there you go 
Uh, yep. Yeah. All right. And then the last comment from DTY last week is uh, GPimpio1 says, considering that Breath of the Wild is a 3D reimagining of the original Legend of Zelda and every other, every single other 3D Zelda, with the possible exception of Majora's Mask, is a 3D version of A Link to the Past. Would you be interested in a 3D imagining of Zelda 2, uh, which is an ARPG featuring stats and spells and where most of Link's aerials are from? No. <laughs> that's like... Interesting. That sounds like very anti-me. <laughs> like, then I gotta freaking do like... like so like a platinum and, Zelda? Something like, a, like that? That would be interesting. I mean, I love Zelda, so I'm down. Like, that would be... I'm yeah. not, man. I'll take what I can get, you know? I don't want to do <laughs> menus. I don't want Zelda to be even more... <laughs> <laughs> if, if it replaces Breath of the Wild 2, no. But like... Or, I mean, I'll the real question is, once, as long as it's like, not what Hyrule Warriors already is, because I'm true. not really into that. <laughs> That's true. So, yeah. I just, Musou games, that kind of idea, I'm not into. But yeah, if, like, just an ARPG with Ze- with Link, boy Zelda, I'm down. Personally. Yeah, man. And spells and stuff. And leveling I'll up. I'll try yeah. it. I'll try it. I'll probably not like it. It'll probably be <laughs> what how many games that i have on that list it'll probably be like numbered i think like seven or so yeah so (laughs) it would be a well i uh, see i think it's pretty hard to be below hyrule warriors i think that's as low as it gets yeah so i i never even tried hyrule warriors if i'm being honest because i just knew it wasn't for me off the bat you played hyrule warriors before you tapped the x button before (laughs) it's the same thing i i did try i think Adam, one of the target demo units had maybe Fire Emblem Warriors, so I, mean, I tried that definite, out. You definitely played yeah. it then. So I played <laughs> a, like same a minute or two of that, and I was like, "That's just not." Yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I'm just not. I mean, they have like games. some Zelda elements where it's like mm-hmm. they got the song and you found a chest and right. like that, but like ultimately it's the same. Game. Yeah. Yeah, that stuff. Uh, continuing on with this comment, I think a bow and arrow character from Smash would be cool. That's why I wanted Decidueye over Incineroar as the new Pokemon. Yeah, I think Decidueye would have been better because we already got fire types, dude. We don't need another one. True. We got freaking Charizard. Yep. I mean, you Incineroar is fun in the idea that he's like a wrestler and that's a new kind of character. I mean, but so would have been Decidueye as like, you know, a arrow character. An archer. Yeah. yeah. That's an arrow character. <laughs> uh, yeah, that show, you know, that cartoon called Arrow Character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that one. Um, I mean, there's a show called Arrow. That's so. true. I was thinking of Archer, which I have. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard is great from a lot I of mean, friends. Does that even have anything to do with Archers? Oh, no, not at all. I think his last name's Archer, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, one of my friends really likes that, and so I need to give it a shot. I started watching Bojack Horseman a while show that back. I've partially consumed through memes uh never saw a single episode nope. so here you go it's things and stuff uh, and then moving along with this comment says death straining seems to be comparable to shadow of the colossus in the sense that the horrible gameplay is intentional the difference is that shadow of the colossus is over in eight hours where the death straining has over eight hours of cutscenes. i assume so that <laughs> um i think it's pretty different because like the gameplay of Death Stranding feels like it... I mean, not Death Stranding, of uh, Shadow of the Colossus mm-hmm. feels like it does because it's like, oh, you're like, this is a cumbersome situation. You're like climbing up th- this giant thing. And like, whereas Death Stranding 
I mean, there's really no way to make walking and just walking fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, so it's like, it, it's just not a thing that you, or at least I want to work for. Yeah. You know? Because, like, even walking in real life is like, I'm just, I'm just walking. So, like, why would I want to take that experience and then make it cumbersome? Yep. I mean, yeah, it's... Because <laughs> walking in real life, like, so I, in high school... Um, like after graduation, a bunch of my friends went to like on a senior trip or whatever. I say my friends, I wasn't like, I was one of those kids in high school where I was like, I was friends with everybody, but not like super close with really anybody besides like my two friends that I was really good friends with one of it, which went to another school and, uh, another, which was in the year below me and another, which was in the year above me. So, um, but yeah, in my class, like I didn't have anybody that was like super tight with. So they all went again, went to high school. I was in Belgium at the time. They all went on a senior trip to Turkey and it was like beaches and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, I don't really want to do any of that. So my sister and I went on uh, a hike pilgrimage kind of thing in Spain. And so it was, I think like 192 miles or something in 13 days. Um, so it was lots and lots of walking. So That's like, <laughs> as far as walking goes, like I've got a pretty good experience of within those 13 days, there was a lot of it. Um, but even then, like w- during that the walking a there was conversation b there was music if i wanted it or like just thinking and looking at the sights like that's a thing whereas in a game you have to be like just paying attention to what's going on in here and it's like if you're trying to walk to like make sure gameplay things don't happen like dropping a baby and all that kind of stuff then it's harder i think to get lost in thought and be cathartic and stuff like that because like you're paying attention to what you're doing in the game rather than you know kind of like making somebody else walk instead of just walking yourself. So yeah, I'm with you. It's not really, but then again, I don't know what all the gameplay is like. I'd be curious to see, you know, when people have actual impressions of it, if there's more to it than just walking. I don't think that there's going to be actual impressions. I think the bulk of the impressions are going to be either that this isn't fun. This is a game about walking or it's going to be like, the game's not fun, but it's a Kojima game. So I'm going to say that it's good. You know, like, yeah just because people like his weird mind Mm -hmm. (laughs) they're like i'm down dude it's a great game yeah Yeah. just give it like i'm i'm all in for like artistic expression and all Mm -hmm. that good stuff but like give me a movie why you gotta make a game because like games are fun yeah i think (laughs) that's the idea i'm pretty sure he even said something to the effect there was some interview or something like that where he's like right but the thing that's frustrating about that is i don't want to have to play through 40 hours of your of your games that want to be movies to get to that movie like just get some investment capital mm-hmm. or something and make the movie yep instead of making me have to pay the question for is your final form. knowing you aj would you even watch the movie since you don't Possibly, watch that much stuff I, I mean like i i'm less likely to watch a movie if it's just like a netflix situation but right. like i'll go to a place and watch okay a thing, yeah that's true yeah. you're you're just not super into shows i guess is the yeah, yeah, yeah. main thing makes sense it's like if if i have access to all options available to me in my domain i'm not gonna pick sitting there and just just watching things i want to play a game because then i can also listen to something else like i want to maximize my time yeah (laughs) i know what you mean like i almost feel bad about that sometimes like i feel like i'm not properly enjoying something but 
I don't know. Who cares? Like, it's just fun. Yeah. You know, I like watching The Office and playing an RPG or something where like, it's like. For me, I feel like. Like, I know, like, a lot of people will say stuff like that and be like, man, you're not, like, really, like, uh-huh. consuming stuff. Like, it's not, like, people don't just sit with themselves anymore or whatever. <laughs> but, like, I feel like if I just did that, I would enjoy it less because I'm thinking about all the other stuff that I could be doing yeah. and getting taken care of in the meantime. Especially if it's a part of the game where it's, like, repetitive gameplay kind of stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, for example, playing Xenoblade Chronicles 2, that was a big game where, like, I would, you know, watch something with it, but then pause the thing, watch the cutscene for a while, and then be done with the cutscene. And, like, you know, the fights in it were, um, like, you definitely had to do some thinking here and there, but it was, like, fairly, I don't know, like, it would would be 30 seconds between times that you had to, like, really think about something, and it was... Mm -hmm. That kind of thing. So, like, it's, you know, it's pretty much just grinding for a lot of it um, yeah. during the actual like, that's how parts. it was for Fire Emblem or yeah, even right. Luigi's Mansion for me, right? It's like, I'll be listening to music or something. Mm-hmm. And then when a cutscene turns on, I pause the music and I listen to the cutscene. And I'm yeah. like, all right, that's done. Now I can play the game and continue to listen to music or podcasts or whatever. Yeah. So, that's stuff. But, uh, and then the last part of his comment is, AJ or Parker, do you want a shiny Grumpig? I got two of them. I'm down. Yeah. And which game? I got Ultra Sun. <laughs> well, I actually, guess the question is, would we even be able to get Shiny Grump or Grumpig in um, Sword and Shield? We're going to find out. Who's to say? I mean, I'll put it in Pokemon Home if I, if I can't. That's true. We still don't know. It's what? First half of next year? Early 2020 is what they said for Pokemon I Home? Think, yeah, I think early 2020. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe like January. It was like my, on my birthday for Pokemon Bank. Oh, that's fun. Good job. Great. Good old December twenty seventh, right? Good time. Yeah, um, good time. and then yeah, coming on to the regular Q and A bits we got from the YouTube community tab. We asked you, you told, or then you asked us. Uh, Meeb said, "This isn't really a question. It's just a thing." I got beat up by two Terry's yesterday online. I called them the Terry Terrors. <laughs> good stuff. I did I like say it. questions, comments, and concerns. Oh well, this there you is go. a comment and also concerns. That's definitely a concern. <laughs> Um, I did not get beat up by, I probably lost like, I don't know, like three matches against Terry. Mm-hmm. I was playing with Logan and some other friends. Uh, and then I also played with Brooklyn, who's like my aunt who uh-huh. comes in here sometimes. <laughs> uh, she's been on the stream before. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, I was playing with her cause she wants to main him. Yep. He's good. But like, you know. I'm Squirtle, dude. <laughs> like, this is like, what are you going to do? I love Squirtle. Here, you, nobody else can see him, but you can see him. There he is up there. I mean, you've got one right back there, too. I can yes. see him on yours. Little Squirtle buds. Um, moving right along. Next question is from Marcos Baratelli, who says, what's your most wanted change in the Switch? Hmm... <laughs> I mean, oh, that could go a lot so of like different directions. Wise or, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, if if we're, I don't know if this counts, but like, if N sixty four being in the you know <laughs> like NSO, I don't think that counts. But like that would be dope. But otherwise, if it's just like as far as you know form factor kinds of things or you know software and all that, like I guess the main things. For other people, here's the Joy-Con. Yeah, exactly. Joy-Con drift for other people for the hardware bits, um, and then uh, folders for me. 
Either one of yeah, those two I, things. Depending just, on what kind of answer you're looking for, those two things. Yeah, I don't really care about that. Um, I'd be down <laughs> for more like systems in the eShop and stuff like that. Or oh, eShop, that's true, yeah. Like Switch Online and stuff like that. Yep. Um, I want to see what... I don't have anything specific. Because like, I, don't, I don't need Nintendo Switch Online to be like a copy of Xbox and PlayStation's online solution. Right. But I want to see what their take on that is. So I want to see more like features and experiments and mm, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, want them to hurry up with adding more stuff like that. <laughs> yep. Yeah, for sure. Good question. Um, yeah, just give me folders, y'all. I would like them. <laughs> <laughs> just look at my hard drive. You can't see my hard drive, but it's got a t- trillion folders and I like it. Uh, Griffinix asked, since Ori and Cuphead are now on the Switch, which PlayStation indie would you like to see ported over? Indie. I can't really think of any off the top of my head besides, I guess, Medieval isn't really one, but it's like a sort of kind of one. Yeah. And um, and the only like (sighs) indie-ish PlayStation game I can even think of is Tearaway. Yeah. Uh, And I don't care about that. And Knack kind of, but Knack isn't, it's definitely not an indie. Yeah. Um. I don't know if I mean if it was like a I would rather some of the like Horizon Zero Dawn I'd be okay with that coming to Switch even though when I did play that I was like annoyed that it wasn't Breath of the Wild <laughs> honestly <laughs> yeah I was like yeah like I don't want to like I can clearly if if this was Breath of the Wild I would be able to climb up this part but I gotta like meander through it <laughs> you know or meander through it yep and it's like it's not fun but yeah like give me something like that <laughs> yep yeah i mean i don't know um i, yeah, I don't, I don't even know enough. enough of them to be able to say because i don't really think they it doesn't oh, seem there's like there's a indie-ish game i know Resogun. that's on the playstation <laughs> sure. that on switch yeah it's like an arcade shooter cool spaceship man game nice. you know I I do obviously by my tone and my face. <laughs> um, and now some questions from Discord. We last week we had to cut a little bit short, which I mean it was still two and a half hours, but you know we that was because we had technical issues and stuff, which are going great this time. Not to jinx it Yay. or whatever. Um, so we got some questions from Discord from last week. Uh, Huddy Bear asked, "What did y'all think of Luigi's Mansion 3? Um, I think it's good. It's a fun game. Yep, I'm only I'm only a little I'm like two hours into it or so. So, who's to say so far? Uh, but no, yeah, it's it's a fun time. It looks great. It plays. Uh, it's I definitely understand what you mean. Last week you you'd been playing it for a little bit, um, getting the controls right for the right stick, figuring out okay that it doesn't. Um, it's not relative to you. It's just a direction on the screen. Like because usually you know if if you're Luigi or you're a character and you press it to the left, your character will turn left, irregardless, mm-hmm. you know, regardless of what, um, irrespective, that's what I was looking for, irrespective of the direction they're currently looking. Whereas in this, it's just about the direction that, you know, if you point up, if he's facing down, then he'll just face up and he stays in the back, mm-hmm. you know. So once I figured that out, then it's not as bad, but still, like, it's a, a bit clunky to figure it's that the part buttons. out. It's just the buttons for me. Like, controlling yeah. Luigi himself is whatever, but, like, mm-hmm. the buttons makes everything out of whack. If they just mapped everything to the triggers, I feel like it would feel better. Everything um, except since for... The, um, you can do all of it, 
but it's just the ability to do both on both is weird yeah yeah for sure yeah i think so because the only one that you can't map to anything is the um like the x-ray one or whatever the, no you can do that, that too the x button oh oh yeah it's that's, it's both triggers that's right the, yeah there's there's like you can literally do everything on the triggers uh but it's just like just out of muscle memory a lot of times i'll pick one option and yeah. then i'll be using the analog for whatever <laughs> thing and it just feels awkward uh-huh. to play it like that and then i'll have to stop doing what i'm doing and change the triggers it makes you so, wonder why they didn't just tell you in the first place like oh it's it's just the trigger and that's it and they never even told you about the other option yeah, yeah. It seems like it'd be easier that way but i i'd be interested to play in the like scare scraper mode or whatever um with it just the one joy con on its side how that i assume that just means you know like you can turn off in the setting the whole like if you're vacuuming up the direction you're walking doesn't change the direction you're vacuuming stuff up but i think mm-hmm. i'd imagine probably that's just they just made it to where when you're playing with just the one joy con the direction you're facing is the direction you're vacuuming um mm-hmm. probably i don't know so but yeah overall seems like a fun game uh i'll let you know when i'm more done with it but it right now it doesn't seem like it's my game of the year or anything like that but i'm enjoying it quite a bit so yeah uh another question from honey bear says do you think the switch will ever outsell the ps4 uh, i think that depends on how they'll define switch moving forward um because like if we end up getting another like uh, the nintendo swap <laughs> like is it a game boy game boy color situation where game boy and game boy color is just one thing yeah uh if that's the case i think it'll handily outsell playstation 4 like by at least 10 million yeah. units uh just by the nature of handhelds like if you look at with the exception of 3ds and i think that's mostly timing mm-hmm. um pretty much every nintendo handheld is over 100 million copies uh or units yeah sold. Uh, I think Switch will be no exception, especially as we move forward and like with the existence of Switch Lite, a $100 Switch, you know, like yeah. just walking into a store buying a $100 Switch, that's way closer than what I would have expected. And once we get to that point, Switch is going to sell way more. It doesn't matter yeah. what other consoles are out yeah. um, than it currently is. So I think that it'll hit that 100 million plus mark relatively easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how they quantify it and when they update it and all, I mean, upgrade it with another generation or whatever will depend, uh, will decide whether or not it'll like completely destroy it in that regard. Yeah. It's like if we're talking like uh, sales aligned, it's still beating it by millions of units. Yeah. <laughs> like, like to date sales and stuff like that yeah i think i mean just in general too that even if if what comes after the switch is more different and is completely unrelated to the switch and all that um and you know isn't the swap that continues on like the game boy killer did or anything yeah i mean i don't even mean it i don't even mean it i don't even mean it like that i just mean like whether will their sales technically compound right yeah so i think i mean it depends a little bit on yeah what the overall lifespan of the switch is like if they feel like they have to move on from the switch somewhat rapidly like within five years or something like that then and it's and it gets counted as something completely new after that then no but Mm -hmm. if they don't if it's more like a 3ds kind of lifespan which is insane in the first place then yeah probably definitely so um i would think so i think i think yeah especially considering all the options 
I think it's just about for sure that it will, um, but it's just what that looks like. And so they could make some weird choices that would make it not. That's definitely possible too, but I think yeah. most likely. Because, I mean, all things considered, we're less than three years in, and yeah. they're already just under halfway to 100 million. Yeah, right, exactly. I mean, like by the end of December, we're 100% going to be over 50 million. So, yeah. Yeah. And then so. again, once the Switch Lite really picks up steam and all that, it's gonna be crazy uh lethal asked i know we freaking fracking talk ports all the time i uh, i subbed that out um <laughs> but with luigi's mansion 3 some people think 2 should make a port over would this be a smart idea and what's something other than pokemon on 3ds that could use a port to switch hey look we kind of talked about hey, that hey <laughs> lucky for you i did a whole video about that <laughs> before even seeing this comment <laughs> uh so yes and there was a whole video of games that I think they should do. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I think this would be one. If they bring it over, I don't think they should do, like, remastered for this. Well, I mean, like, kind of remastered. Like a, yeah. Like, a minor I don't think they need to completely remake it. Just do what they yes. did. And I guess maybe just make it look like Luigi's Mansion 3. And that's about it. I mean, or even, you know, just don't have it be a $60, just a $30 game or something like that. Or be $60 and have both of them. Yeah, that's also true. So I think if they bring it over, there's a couple different ways they could do it. But they could make it like an eShop kind of a game and Mm -hmm. do pretty minimal effort on it. And that would be good because it wouldn't really jeopardize or bastardize any sales from Luigi's Mansion 3 as well. I don't think yeah. they're going to do it for a long time. <laughs> but I mean, uh, they could. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, and then Graham Haynes says, speaking of the 3DS, even deniers have to realize it's on its deathbed. How much longer do you think Nintendo will drag it out by continuing producing the 2DS? Uh, Through so, next year, as far as Bowser yeah, says. This, this is still from last week? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, we got an answer to that, Grimhain. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand it, but you know, I'm not looking at Nintendo's books like they are. Mm-hmm. So, I think they'll they make an announcement. Yeah, I'm guessing April of next year they're going to make the announcement. They're like, "All right, we're you know going to let the 3ds's that are out sell out, and then we're not going to make any more." Would be my guess because that just makes sense because like i mean at this point you know there's it's still making them some free money but it's going to make them a lot less now that the switch light is out and like kind of has bridged that gap as 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 we said earlier gap to the bridge whatever yeah um and then Mm -hmm. also grim hayne asked dark theme or light theme dark theme dark theme because too often i'll wake up in the morning feeling like p diddy oh no i'll wake up in the morning and (laughs) (laughs) open up my phone and i'm like dead because it's too bright so the more i can do to change that the better (laughs) for for a while depending on what the site was it took me a while to be like i'll go to dark theme just because i was so used to what the site looked like in light theme but like once i changed one thing it was just a dominant yeah exactly at that point i'm just like i'll just change the dark theme and get used to it (laughs) yeah like the, the freaking i don't know like one time a month i like spend any time on facebook it would be weird yep. if that was in dark theme uh but like eventually if they let me do it i'll do it yep true stuff uh then continuing on patar 35 this is still from last week asked what's going to be in the november direct how dare you? <laughs> you you know it's my trigger word uh to say the true blank direct um i think that we're not going to get one, you know, just for that. <laughs> just because of <laughs> that comment. I think we're never going to see a direct again. 
Uh, yeah, I uh, somebody asked a question about this. Oh, it's uh, Bianca Wicks asked a question on Twitter. Um, just wanted to ask if you think a direct is still coming because at this stage, even if it did, it would probably be too late for more Pokemon news. And that's really all I care about right now. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I don't know if we'll get any more. Like, because uh, Bob thinks that we'll probably get like a Pokemon direct or something like that. I don't know if you want to. I do don't that. think we'll get a direct. I think we'll get a final trailer and it'll be like. like an, but they already uh, you're also right. they, did that. Yeah, <laughs> they, they did. did. The, well, they didn't do it here, but they did an overview trailer yep. in what? In the UK or something? Would they update that overview trailer? I don't know. Uh, yeah. You know, like. Who's to say? I think there's a chance that they could. I still in the nick of time announce the um uh, the, the, the three yeah the starter evolutions the, like yeah. that's all I could see because otherwise I was thinking for sure if there was going to be a November direct it's it's not a general direct it would be like you know a Smash direct kind of thing except for not for Smash but for Pokemon um so I was thinking that would probably happen but yeah with just a week left that seems less likely but I could still see a big trailer happening i suppose if something's gonna happen but as far as like an actual direct direct that announces lots of games no like that's um yeah i think the september one was the last one for the year yeah i think we're waiting on january for that one yeah probably for the january direct of course yeah for for the (laughs) january direct yep and then uh we actually answered this question last week but again since it was from last week favorite halloween candy and we gave you some answers so there you yeah. go. Did we? I don't know. I, I don't remember. We did. Well, like it wasn't Twix. to this. Twix it wasn't to Patara's question specifically, but somebody else asked the same thing, and we answered oh, that okay, one. Okay, yeah. I like Twix. Uh, I probably said something different then, because like I'm not huge on candy. Yeah. But like, I like Twix. Well, when people give uh, beef jerky, reason. that's that's my favorite. <laughs> um, <laughs> I will say one that I thought of afterward after the fact is there's a there's a Haribo candy that they have. Oh yeah yeah um, yeah. You can only get. I mean, there's like a decent amount of Haribo candy you can get in the states, and especially if you go to like World Market or whatever. But there's one that we can't get. Um, it's called Dragibus or Dragibus or whatever, and I like it a lot. And you can't get it here. <laughs> and I looked it up on Amazon to be like, ah, could I just get a bag on Amazon? It's like nine dollars for a regular candy bag, like. There is no Rip, way I'm doing Rip, that because it's just candy, but it's good. I feel like there's like, because there's like, you know, like nerd stores and stuff, <laughs> uh, and they have True. like a lot of Haribo candy. Uh, probably, probably if you go to, but then again, I mean, like, well, no, you're freaking like they got like. Well, then again, no, I'm having an <laughs> internal debate. You sure like, are. You're like you're like within. Uh, uh, decent distance from like nashville but yeah, then i was like, like 30 nah, minutes from nashville really, it's not really like a like a new york sort of thing no. you know i mean it's it's, it's like definitely big. bigger than it used to be but it's uh-huh. it's it's got more like cool hipster places compared yeah. to like just being a big metropolis or whatever right. um so, like, and lots of cool lots of apartments it's it's yeah, just like, a lot of apartments <laughs> you know so yep Yep, none of that stuff. So you can't get as much cool stuff. Yeah. You know? but, but moving on to this week, two questions from Discord from this week. Uh, Mega Man 87 asks, with the release of Pokemon this week, what are you most excited for? Uh, the wild area. Yeah. 100% <laughs> the wild area. Um, also, maybe the story stuff, because it seems like maybe it could be better than it had been in other ones or something like that. Um, seems like it could be fun. But yeah, mostly the wild area and Pokemon yeah, that I've I missed think, out on. Like I'm always interested in like figuring out like what's the direction for this and how is it gonna be and like what characters am I gonna meet and mm-hmm. are Pokemon gonna be cool and all this stuff. But I think the wild area is just like 
going to be like the story of that game yeah not literally but like the what that game has to offer yeah yeah exactly um because like that'll be something that affects your experience even after you get into the post game Mm -hmm. and like all that crap um so definitely wild area the thing i'm i'm a little nervous about with the wild area is just i just dare you how dare you how dare you i hope it's not like um I don't know, kind of bland or something like that. You know what I mean? Where it's like, why would it be bland? Are you dumb? It's called a wild area, not the bland area. <laughs> it's crazy up in there. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, you know, I think the thing that seems odd about it to me was like in watching the tr- gameplay or whatever, they'd have be walking around an area and there's like 23 wingles just like around, you know, in one spot, which something about that feels a little bit um, like there being too many of them where it's it's not like i don't know i'm curious what that i feel like i doubt that i doubt that it's going to stay that way i yeah. think it's probably going to be like uh i mean possibly even more so uh like varied than like like how pokemon let's go is yeah um i think that the main reason why they did that is because they don't want to reveal every pokemon that's in the game that's true <laughs> so they give you a certain amount and then they're like oh this is like how populated the area mm-hmm. will be but we don't want to give away all the pokemon yeah. that would be in that definitely makes spot. sense i think that's the thing is like i would like there to be just the, just the right amount of pokemon you know like there's a there's definitely kind of a spectrum there where it could be too sparse where you're walking around it's like where even are the pokemon um i mean again like if it felt like again xenoblade chronicles 2's kind of big open areas that felt like a perfect amount of you know stuff so if it could be something like that um where finding new pokemon in there is like really exciting then that's top notch so that's what i'm hoping for yeah. yeah and then Grimhane last question from discord Grimhane asks how do you think nintendo could best improve the eShop so it was easy to find quality games to find quality games <laughs> and then sour or uh, sweet was another question and i started to ask that too <laughs> but it's a separate um question. put our videos on <laughs> <laughs> true you're so right i hey, think brain ambassador i'm a brain ambassador you know that's I am not. So um, put us, put us at least on the news feed or something, you know? As far as, like, yeah, them improving the eShop, I think some kind of rating system, if it was done well, would be really helpful. Um, yeah. Just kind of, you know, some way that you could... Um, I don't know. Machine learning, dude. Yeah. Give us machine learning. If I played a game that's like a game, right? <laughs> recommend me other games that are like a game, you know? That is you know so accurate. Yes. Like if I play freaking Pokemon, dude, recommend me Yokai Watch, <laughs> you know? I Yeah, I think that kind of stuff. Um, I mean, some stuff that, you know, that's Steam does that kind of thing to my understanding. Um, yep which like maybe it does it poorly and there's too much stuff on steam as well blah 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 and like it's not super well done but like there's definitely some features from that that like as simplified as the eShop is right now they could just add some features and as long as they're curated well then it could be really helpful so i think yeah ratings or like recommendations that like hire people to curate it yeah and Shouldn't i don't mean hard. like on a systems i mean obviously i mean they could probably also do that but like have like a freaking uh like they used to do with nintendo um the nintendo power magazine yeah right have somebody that plays these games and is like these are the ones that we recommend these are the good ones yep and i mean especially because you know they'll 
in the Nintendo Power podcast, for example, they'll be like, here's the games coming out this month. Or like the eShop download or something like that. But really, that's just almost always... I don't know. The There's, games that are coming out that are like yeah, the, the yeah. big games. The Nintendo games like, and the Nintendo games and stuff like that. Like you're not going to find mm-hmm. hidden gems and that kind of stuff. Um, right. And I don't know. So like those kinds of things would be would be really nice for for that to be able to go yeah, through. Like have know. like even if they did like a team mm-hmm. of like content creators. Yeah. Uh, that's like the indie team, like the guys yep. that are like, this is, we recommend you the best indie games yep. and we recommend you the best RPGs and we recommend you the best, you know, that yep. sort of situation. Because, I mean, ultimately, it, it's preferable, I'd assume, to most people to have like a human connection with the whole situation. Be yep. like, oh, this person played this game and they liked it and they like other games that are like this, this, and yep. this. And I agree with that. It's the same reason why many of you are subscribed to youtube.com slash Fnatic 4 because maybe you disagree with our take on games, but you understand what our take on games is. Yeah. So you can like, it's a barometer to whether or not you're going to like a given game that we're playing for whatever reason. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that's any kind of thing that just feels a little bit more actively curated would be really good. So, that's stuff. And then he also asks, sour or sweet? Uh, Sour. sour. Hey, that's what I said. (laughs) Yeah, because, like, if I'm... I'm not big... Again, I say this all the time, but, like... And we talk about food a lot. (laughs) But, like, I'm not big on snacks. But if I'm going to get a snack and it's like, hey, what do you want for a snack? I'm probably going to get, like, gummy worms or something. Yeah. I just like sour things because they're good. Yeah, man. I mean, it's usually though sour includes sweet. Like, I don't know that there's a lot of yeah, stuff that's, that's just true. sour. Like, yeah, even lemons like, are like that. They're also pretty sweet, but they're just very mm. sour. Um, but I do I, like when lemons. I, when I think this uh, with this comparison, it's like, would you rather have like a cookie or like a Jolly Rancher <laughs> or something? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because cookies are really sour. So there you go. Uh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, moving last of all, we got the Twitter questions. Uh, we already read Bianca's comment, which was about the Nintendo Direct. But yeah, I don't think there's going to be one other than maybe just a little Pokemon one would be my guess in November, at least, or really for the end of the year, you know, for the rest of the year at this point. Um, they're just doubt there's going to be anything, but maybe come January, we'll see some stuff. So that would be cool. Uh, Striker XL asks, do you guys collect Pokemon trading cards? If yes, what is the best series to collect for and why? No, (laughs) uh, but we, I mean, well, I don't. I do. Kind of. Parker does. Yep. Uh, But we might have something for that coming up. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Some close mic talk. Uh, That's what it's about. Currently, no. Yep. I uh yeah so I've got I've got a pretty strong okay I've got a very strong gen 1 collection it's not completely full but um I've got like probably 95% of base jungle and fossil each of those and then I've got um a decent amount of the like team rocket and gym leader ones but not that much of those so like as far as gen 1 goes like just the way original ones I'm pretty full on and then a bunch of the other ones pretty much just imagine all the gens going forward and there's less and less for each gen um and at this point as far as collecting stuff i'll just pick up booster packs here and there and like at target especially they have sometimes ones where it's not like 
the, a specific series. It's just like, here's 20 random Pokemon cards. Some of them will be new. Some of them will be old. And it's just like they pulled them out of their warehouse. Um, and instead of there being like 11 with the standard kind of setup of one holographic rare and then, you know, some uncommons and stuff like that, it, there'll still be a holographic. Although sometimes it's the stupid thing where it's like, this is a Weedle, but it's holographic where the card is shiny. You like, instead of having the picture be shiny, it's that's dumb and makes yeah. me mad. If it's not a rare holographic, <laughs> it's not worth it. <laughs> Um, did they, like, when did they start doing like the full art cards? Because I know that's not like a Gen One thing. Yeah, they didn't have no, any Gen that's one. you mean like uh, like the EX cards and those kinds of things. Yeah, I want to say yeah. that's probably. I don't know. I'd fallen off for a while. I want to say that's probably Gen Five, maybe. Those ones are cool. Yeah. Like if I was going to collect Pokemon cards, like just give me the full arts, man. Anybody got Pokemon <laughs> cards that they want to give me for like a packs or like too many games? Just give me those ones. I, cool. I said this on Twitter, and I'll say it here again. My goal and dream is like Mitch, for example, um, my friend has Pokemon cards somewhere at his parents' house in his attic. And he looked for them one day, kind of, and couldn't find them. But he was like, yeah, I mean, if I find them, like, they're all yours. I don't care. That's my dream, is all of my friends that have them somewhere in their attic and don't care about them at all, them to give them to me. Because, like, it's just more fun So we talked about a thing that maybe will involve YouTube.com slash so like I want to amend that. Can I like take the cool four ones that I want? Absolutely. <laughs> you mean like between the two of us or whatever? Yeah. Yes. I I mostly right now. So in it, it to the second party question, Striker, and this is related now, is like what's the best series to collect for and why? I think kind of like Bob and Will say a lot on the Wolf Den as far as like collecting retro games or something like that. Pick one thing and just collect that. Like, it doesn't really matter what it is, but like for me, I'd like to get a full collection of base, fossil, and jungle. Like, I if I had a full set of all those, that would be really nice. And like, I very easily could at this point if I just invested probably like a hundred bucks because like some of the cards will be like ten dollars and others will be like two or something. Um, so if there's like ten cards across there, at least a hundred bucks is plenty. But it's just not as much fun for me to collect those, you know, like going on eBay and buying them that way. So, like, it would be more fun to get them other ways. But I think, like, for that, um, if you just pick one series that you really like, so, like, you know, this Gen 7 series or this Gen 8 series or something like that and just go with that, then I think that's the best way to do it. Um, And ideally, whatever one's the most current, because that'll be the most ubiquitous and cheapest to find a lot of them. Um, So you can do it that way. That would be my thoughts. And give all your full art cards to AJ and give all your old, old cards to me. Yes. Yeah. I support that. <laughs> uh, moving along. Alex Kumba Koopa says, uh, do you think another Pokemon game will be released on Switch? Yes. Yes. 100%. 100%. I, be, I would be <laughs> shocked if we don't get at least one per year. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I think we'll probably get the same kind of situation as x and y sun and moon you know um what ruby and sapphire well no things whatever well yeah that's yeah that's what it was on that well it was you you skipped yeah, yeah, them and black went and back white. yeah <laughs> um no no it was x and y uh ruby and sapphire then sun and moon yeah so yeah. that's stuff but yeah i mean i think for sure we'll get um we'll get, you know, kind of the evolution of this, like the more refined version of Gen 8, like Gen 9 on Switch is what I think. 
I think we'll get. I think it's going to be the same release schedule. I think we'll get uh, Gen Eight, and then we'll get Gen Four remakes, and then we'll get another Gen Eight game, and then maybe you know like a another remake possibly mm-hmm. uh and then the next generation yep but yeah i think that'll probably come out towards the end of the lifespan of the switch if that's what it looks like or depending on revisions maybe it's not towards the end of the lifespan who's to say but yeah i i think there's a good chance and i think we've said it on here before but i'm pretty sure all the pokemon will show up on one of those other games um even though they yeah, kind like of collectively i think collectively at the end of it all we'll have all the game like all the pokemon available on switch in some way shape or form yeah i suppose so um uh, duncan ketchison who just joined our discord hey join our discord if you haven't already you should join our discord too <laughs> said uh, i'm super curious about y'all's stances and hype levels on death straining just because it's the furthest thing possible from a nintendo game <laughs> theme gameplay and setting wise uh, I talked about it a little bit. I, like, <laughs> I I don't think you're as passionately against this game as I am, but I'm, I'm very anti-apathetic. <laughs> if that's I'm passionately anything. against this game. I think that is stupid that people are like just because it's a Kojima game that it's like the best thing in the world. Mm-hmm. I just don't like that. I don't. I don't think that's healthy. Yeah. <laughs> to, to like just swear by something because a specific person made it regardless of if it's good or not like please you know if i come out with a video that you don't like don't act like you like it just because i made it (laughs) yeah because honestly that i feel like that's what burns you out on a person or a thing or whatever to be honest is like if you keep like keeping up appearances or whatever that's a max Mm -hmm. shout out um but if if you have to like keep up appearances and like be like oh oh it's so good yeah like that's going to be the thing that eventually you're going to be like i just don't want to put in the energy to pretend you know so it Mm -hmm. would be better to just be like nah that's kind of weird and not good and then go from there if you like it you like it that's fine yeah totally but i i I just know that there's so many people that their impressions clearly say they don't like this game but because it's a kojima thing they kind of gotta like it you know and it's just like yeah and like maybe they're just really bad at verbalizing it and it's like i do like it but i don't have the words to describe in what way i do because it's not in any kind of gameplay type way but at the same time like that makes it hard to recommend to other like giving it a 95 or whatever when you're like i really personally liked this game but i don't think anybody else really should <laughs> yeah know, 10 like out of 10 but this game it's, yeah. it's not that great but like 10 out of 10 though yeah so i mean yeah again i think it's totally fine if somebody if somebody's really engaged with the story and enjoys all of that and like you know the walking parts are cathartic and blah 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 something like that's yeah that's great cool I'm, I'm down but um yeah it just definitely sounds like it's not the not kind of game for, for everybody it would not be the kind of game <laughs> i don't think for me um and Same. it doesn't matter because i don't have a ps4 anyway so i'm not gonna be getting it Rip, dude. yeah and i've just got a little laptop for pc so even when it comes out to pc still not getting it <laughs> um casual verse a good bud casual verse says question of the year when are you inviting casual verse back I don't know. That's not how this show works, man. <laughs> People usually tell me, they're like, hey, I got this time open. Uh, I can be on the podcast. And I'm like, all right, we'll make it work. You yep. know? The only times we it's really like, it, like go out and ask people are if it's a specific topic, I guess, or yeah. one of us is gone. <laughs> yep. Which happens. Yep. True. And then question of the century, what do you think of YouTube changes? Will it affect Nintendo channels by saying they're for children by mistake? Is this is this the end beautiful friends? 
what is this the beautiful end friends i'm guessing uh i don't think that the youtube changes are going to be that big of a deal for most channels that do stuff like what we do uh because it's like your demo is available yeah to to them uh so like if your demo is mostly adults then you're fine um i think that if you use a lot of like metadata that is very clearly like specifically a kid's thing mm -hmm. then you might be in trouble um i think us specifically are definitely fine <laughs> because even if they classified us as a, a kid's channel there's nothing on our channel that's not kid friendly and that's pretty intentional mm -hmm. you know yeah uh, it's kind of like a good mythical morning sort of situation where it's not for kids but it's not but if kids stumbled upon it be like ah oh, cool yeah whatever you know? no big deal yeah exactly yeah. right yeah it's it is funny looking at our metadata and stuff where we've i think it's like one percent whatever the young like 13 and younger or something or like yeah. zero to 12 or you know 0.5 percent or something like that and then you know most i think our strongest is like 25 to 34 or something like that mm -hmm. but it's always funny seeing like we've got one percent 65 plus yeah. or something like I that think it's even more than that it's like our our demo for like 65 plus is almost if not more what our 13 to <laughs> i 17 think it is oh totally yeah which i always i've got to wonder if that's like like family of mine or something like you yeah. know like family virus that's like watching it being like oh it's i mean it couldn't be that much because you know if yeah i don't yeah i don't know we got what like this month we got like Six hundred thousand views or something like that. Uh huh. So I don't know about that. Yeah, it's exactly. Like Six thousand people though, or like, whatever. I posted it on my Facebook page. You know, when the one video started going well, I posted about like, hey, look at this. This is fun. This video's got over a hundred thousand views and stuff. Um, and so for the first time ever, a bunch of people that I knew was like, hey, watch that video of yours. That was really good, man. <laughs> I was like, thanks. I feel really awkward now. <laughs> It's easy to post it when it's general to anybody who can see it, but talking to people about it in person is a little more awkward <laughs> just because of who I am. Yeah, man. You need to just be like me and not care. Yeah. You know what? That's a, uh, that's a good way to go about some of the stuff for sure. But that's, I try to still just be things. I don't know. I have a hard time taking compliments from people too. Like you just gotta be like, Hey man, I'm internet famous. Now I have a 200,000 view video, dude. It's great. <laughs> Give me compliments. That's right. Uh, and then we got one last question record, from Twitter. That, yeah. but. <laughs> we got one last question from Twitter. Uh, this is from Jordan, uh, at J Celtics, 1994. And who said, is it okay? I'm planning on forsaking my family, job, healthy lifestyle, hobby, and any other thing taking my time so I can get down on some Pokemon uh i mean i guess it would have to be because that's what i'm gonna do even though like kind of like uh what like one third of the things you listed uh i'm not <laughs> true uh because like uh healthy lifestyle job and hobby i think that's all accounted for just by playing this game right <laughs> pretty much so yep I think I'm good on most of it. <laughs> yep. Um, but like, I don't know, like for you, I guess that it wouldn't be, it wouldn't account for that much stuff. You could probably rope your family into it somehow. True. Um, just figure out a way to like check off multiple boxes at once, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good way to do it. 
And there you go. And that's uh, that's about it from us. Um, any last closing thoughts, AJ? Uh, we got a question for the fam. You know, um, I don't have a question. You know, uh, no, I have a question. Cool. Would you eat green eggs and ham with Sam, or would you rather invite Frank? Because Sam's kind of a jerk. <laughs> you know. That's such a good point. I agree with all of that. And with that, thank you for doing all this stuff, listening to us jabbing on for a while. We have a really good time. Uh, share this with your friends. Review the thing on podcast apps because still the last one we got on the Apple Podcast Store, I think was mine from a year ago or something <laughs> like that. So, um, yeah, go review that. That would be fun and neat. Um, and then whatnot. That's it. Yeah. Have a good old Goodbye. time. Bye. Bye.